This is Jonathan Mosin welcoming you to Mosin at Large, episode 33. As promised, a very special episode today. On the day that we published, the 25th of April 2020, it was 10 years ago today that Mushroom FM, that internet radio phenomenon, was launched. And in this extended podcast, we're paying tribute to Mushroom FM and all it's achieved. Thanks to our amazing people and, of course, the listeners who make it worthwhile. It's Sunday, April 25th, 1800 UTC, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. in the UK. Monday, April 26th, 6 a.m. in New Zealand, 4 a.m. in Eastern Australia, 2 a.m. in Manila. Wherever you are in the world, you are united by Mushroom FM. Welcome to an exciting new sound in cyberspace. We've been emailed about, tweeted about, blogged about, talked about, and speculated about. And now it's time for us to unveil the world's newest internet radio station. Mushroom FM, the home of the fun guys. My name's Jonathan Mosen, station manager at Mushroom FM, and it's my pleasure to welcome you. Thank you for giving us a try today, when there's so much internet radio out there. Having had the privilege of your time today, we hope to earn more of it by introducing you to our kind of radio. Our hope is that you'll share our vision for what makes radio worth hearing, and that over the years to come, you'll come back for more and more and more, and you'll bring some friends along with you too. The very first song played on Mushroom FM 10 years ago today. That's everybody have fun tonight. It's Wang Chung. Over the course of the next three hours, we're going to be delving in to the memories and the recordings, and we'll be playing a few old promos you won't have heard for a very long time. Let's do that first, then we'll come back and talk about the beginnings of the station. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. <laughs> Boing, boing, rubber cup. Oh, dear. Be prepared to be blown away. Scream, darling. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. Sit down with Richard Bartholomew over a beer, and he'll tell you he remembers it like it was only yesterday. On the 5th of November, 1605, Guy Fawkes, one of a group of agitators who wanted to overthrow the king in the parliament, lay in wait in a cellar underneath Parliament House, preparing to light the fuse. But police discovered him before he could commit the dastardly deed. Begone, you stinky king. You poxy members of parliament. You are expelled. Oh, no, you won't. He was then brutally, brutally tortured in a manner that only the British could do in the 17th century. Now, the prisoner will be... Blunned on ye grunions and crelled on ye grots. Ye legs will be twirgled and pulled through ye muts. Ye nukies will be fongled and split right down ye thulls. Then laid on ye quattle and hung by ye thralls. You know, that was all 405 years ago when Richard Bartholomew was in his prime. But to this day, every year on the 5th of November, the British remember, remember the 5th of November. They burn effigies of Guy Fawkes on bonfires and they light fireworks to celebrate the fact that their plot was discovered and the King and his loyal members of Parliament saved. So on the 5th of November, 
Richard and Janet Bartholomew bring you a bonfire night special. You'll hear songs with an anti-establishment, anti-government or political bias. It's the pick and mix with Richard and Janet Bartholomew bonfire night special, Friday 5th of November at 5 Eastern, only on the Mighty Mushroom FM. Gordon Bennett. Rockers of all ages. Yo, I'm the ringmaster. I call the shots. On Rock Under the Big Top, I play what's hot. Jeff Stubbs. Jeff Stump, and I host a show called Rock Under the Big Top. It's a two-hour extravaganza featuring rock and roll music for the first hour, from classic right up to the present day. And then for the second hour, we'll switch gears and play a variety of music, from top 40 to R&B to dance. So join me every Monday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Hey, it's hardly the greatest show on Earth, but I'm still going to run it like a what? Mushroom FM. I have a passion for oral history, and as a 20-year-old, I was privileged to be hired to put together an oral history for the 100th anniversary of the Royal New Zealand Foundation for the Blind, as it was then. That ignited that passion. So I've always tried to keep recordings and also chronicle the memories of people who were involved in the history of things I've worked on. In 2011, I'm very pleased to say that a bunch of Mushroom FM founders sat down and did a documentary on Mushroom FM's first year. We captured those memories while they were still fresh in everyone's minds. So to begin with, let's hear from some of the founders of Mushroom FM recounting the story of our founding a year after it happened. I've been involved in starting up other radio projects over a period of year, you know, well over a decade. And the first time I thought about ever doing that again was I took a little bit of a break from internet broadcasting over the summer. And there was some suggestion that the station that uh, a number of us were then on was going to be doing simulcasting with another station. And uh, Brian and I had a bit of an email exchange at that point and kind of tossed around the idea of, well, maybe we can do something a little bit better. But it's one of those things you think about, you know, you have a glass of wine on a weeknight or something and think, ah, I could do this. And then you just get on with uh, your life. And then completely separately from that, so we sort of put that to one side, really. And completely separately from that, I think when I was doing a Mosin Explosion one day, this was before Mushroom FM got started, Bruce was in one of his little moods. This is Bruce Taves, of course. And Bruce is notorious for starting banter on Twitter. It was very legendary on Twitter that I absolutely hate mushrooms. And Caroline and I would go on about that back and forth quite a bit. And Jonathan writes back and says, oh, you should you should start your own station and call it Mushroom FM. And I I said, no, it's not going to happen. You know, it just isn't, isn't going to happen. Well, a couple days later, I get a direct message from Jonathan while I'm at work. And he says, well, I'd like to start a radio station. Can I use the name Mushroom FM. And I said, well, absolutely. You know, you came up with it in the first place, so go for it. The Sunday before, the week before Mushroom FM got started, I had every intention of being where I was next week, and I think I closed the explosion saying that. The Osmonds. One bad apple don't spoil a whole bunch, mate. 
And that's where we wrap it up. We'll be back with you next week when I should be a year older. Did I tell you it was my birthday on April the 24th? Uh, and you can make pay- payments with PayPal. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going then. I'm going. Stand by for Michael Godin with Treasure Island Oldies. And we'll be back with you next week. Thank you so much. It's been a blast as always. Thanks to you. And remember that the past is unalterable. The future is unknowable. So embrace the glorious present and live. So seven days before we went to air, no one had any idea that there would be this new station called Mushroom FM. You don't get paid for these sorts of projects. And so I believe very strongly that that doesn't entitle you to make any lesser contribution than you would if you were paid. I believe that if you make a contribution to a project like this, then pride in your own work dictates that you give it the best you possibly can. But if you're not being paid, it is a disincentive to keep doing these things if the environment has acrimony in it. And that's the point that that I was at, where I just felt that I'm not prepared to do it anymore in an environment where there was a bit of bickering and, and some unpleasantness being perpetrated by some people. And it just wasn't worth it for me anymore. So my plan This was the day after the last explosion there. My plan was just to leave and do the Mosin explosion on my own server. And that way I thought, well, I'll use Twitter and my email lists, which are pretty well established, let people know where to find it. And I'll just rent a server somewhere and start up the Mosin explosion every week and do my show. And that will be that. But when I told a few friends who I was broadcasting with that... I was going to do this, I was really very surprised to get messages back from people saying, hey, can we come too? And that was not what I had in mind at all. You know, I didn't want to kind of undermine what was going on at the station I was previously at or anything like that. I just wanted to do my own show in peace without the bickering. But actually what happened was a lot of other people were feeling the same way, that we could build something that was new and exciting and fresh and so suddenly I had the genesis of a, of a radio station on my hands, which is not at all what I thought was going to happen. And so we had to think of a name. And I remember contacting Caroline and saying, look, would you mind if we used Mushroom FM? And people say to me all the time, how do you come up with a wacky name like Mushroom FM? And it went like this. I kind of sat down and looked at the foundations. If we were going to start a new radio station, much to my surprise, then what would it be about? What would make this station stand out? What were, what were we here for? What's our brand? And I thought, we want to be professional, we want to be articulate on the air, and we want to be fun. And then I thought about fun, fun, fun guys, mushrooms, Mushroom FM, the home of the fun guys. So it was kind of one of those really weird word association exercises to try and think of a name that would make us stand out. And I was a little bit concerned initially about using Home of the Fun Guys because it sounded a bit gender-specific to me and I didn't want it to come across as sexist. But I think everybody's got the fact that it's a pun. Brian Hartgen. Back in January 2010, I was broadcasting on internet radio and I was also listening to quite a lot of it. And I was becoming a bit disenchanted with the whole thing, really. Not only am I interested in the music but also the presentation and particularly the audio quality as well. I had a bit of a rough experience with uh, internet broadcasting in 2009 when I started broadcasting live shows 
And although those eventually got resolved, by January 2010, I was sort of thinking, oh, goodness, is this really all worth it? And I thought what I'd actually like to do is to start my own Internet station. And Jonathan and I had a quick email and I think Twitter exchange as well. And I was asking him about the process of it because I knew that he had set up Internet radio stations before. And he said, if you ever do that, then please let me know. I'd also had the same conversation with Bruce as well. So I knew that he was like minded. I put it on the back burner for a while and just put it to the back of my mind. Not forgot about it, but put it somewhere out of the way. Just after mid-April 2010, Jonathan, I think, put out a Twitter message to say that the Mosin Explosion, his very popular radio show, was going to be moved to a server of his own. And I thought, I definitely want to be a part of that. I wonder whether he'll let me produce my show, The Music Machine, on the same server, because then I could get the quality that I wanted. Hopefully, I would get the listeners that I wanted, because a lot of the shows that I was producing were taking up quite a number of hours to get the way I wanted them. So I wrote to him, and I've still got the email exchange that we had. And I said, would this be possible? He wrote back to me and said, yes, actually, you're not the only one who wants to be part of it. And we've got a name for the station, Mushroom FM. It would be really good if you could be part of it and help build it. Well, this was totally up my street, and I really did want to get my teeth into something at that point. And this was exactly the thing that I needed. So for me, that's where it started. Bruce Taves. Back in 2004, 2005, I had worked with Jonathan on another project. And I knew at that point that Jonathan was a very good person to work for. He was fair. He was uh, a very, very good leader. And um, it was just very enjoyable. So I had decided way back then already that if Jonathan ever started another internet radio project and if I would be allowed to join, I'd be there. So I had no qualms at all about joining Mushroom FM when it started. Making the decision was easy, but implementing it was not as easy as that because I was fairly well established where I had been. And um, for the most part, I was happy where I was. I was treated well. Everything was going very well there. But I knew that I wanted to work for Jonathan. I wanted to work on this new project. I was excited about a new project starting from the ground up, and I wanted to be a part of it. Caroline Taves, who was then Caroline Congdon. I came on board with Mushroom FM right away at the beginning, and I knew that it was something that I wanted to be a part of. I wasn't quite convinced that I was ready to do a show, but I wanted to maybe help with administration or the website or something. I just wanted to be a part of something new that just seemed so exciting. And I had, of course, purchased studio. And then I went out and I got a microphone and still wasn't convinced that I was going to be doing a show. But everybody kept saying, oh, you're going to do a show, you're going to do a show. And when I finally went on and did my first test broadcast, it was live on Mushroom FM. And it was just the coolest feeling, this this natural wow, you know, I, I'm doing this and people are interacting with me and they're talking with me. And it was just such a cool thing. I knew I had to keep going. With me during the founding of Mushroom FM was Julia Aguilar. At that time, Julia Mosen. Well, I was quite surprised uh, when I found out that Jonathan was leaving the previous station. But I was also intrigued and surprised and very 
happy, actually, that he was going to start a new station because I'd always told him, A, he should get back into radio, and B, he would do well running another station. I thought he would do very well at it. I sort of didn't think anything of it for about a day. And then about a day later or so, I thought, oh, he really is going to start this station. (laughs) And he was down here in the studio doing sweepers and all types of things, um, spending hours and hours down here. And I thought, wow, this is going to be cool. And I remember hearing the launch of Mushroom FM. I was upstairs and I was, and I was hearing, hearing it. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. And getting to hear some of the presenters who were going to be on board, I thought it was really neat that they added their own touch to it. It was kind of like you were getting to meet uh, the different broadcasters. Obviously, you've got a website to put together. You've got first to have a domain name to put that website on. You've got to decide on hosting options, streaming server options, um, doing some tests, all of that sort of thing. And then you've got the program elements, the promos, the sweepers, little things like that. Uh, the people, of course, are the critical part. You've got to work out who you uh, are willing to accept onto the project and make sure that you have some criteria in place about who you're going to accept onto the project. I think one of the things that has made us so successful is that we don't take all comers. There is a certain standard in terms of the way one conducts oneself and also the standard on the air that we've tried to adhere to. And if anything, we've strengthened it over time, I think. When we were desperate for new people and and more live content, I think we made some mistakes and we've recovered from that and we've learned about it. So in those initial stages, there was an awful lot to do just to put the infrastructure in place, get get, get the people uh, on board, all of that kind of thing. Oh, I definitely remember the speed at which we put these promos and sweepers together. <laughs> I particularly had a very busy week that week, uh, beginning the 19th of April. And so it wasn't until the Thursday that anything from my point of view actually happened. And... Jonathan by then had got one or two sweepers together, I remember, and a whole pile of jingles and promos as well. So on the Thursday evening, the Friday evening, and literally all day Saturday, see, it did go very close to the wire, I was definitely putting a lot of sweepers and promos together. We had a number of shows that I remember that were going to start on the Sunday and the Monday, And Bruce was going to do a country show, unusually for him, because I know how much he hates country. So it was really funny putting that together. I had the music machine. We had the Mosin explosion. Some of the shows I'd already produced promos for. So what I was trying to do was to adapt them in some way so that acoustically they sounded the same. But obviously I had to put Mushroom FM references in there and i remember the mosin explosion promo was a particularly difficult one to get right because i was using some music from the bbc radiophonic workshop unusually for me i didn't have all the original files to make the promo back up again and it was quite a complicated one because it featured lots of extracts of uh, jonathan and julia particularly and so what i had to do was to make sure that the music that i was referring to Mushroom FM over, fitted exactly in the right place into the promo. So (laughs) that was a bit of a challenge. But certainly by the end of Saturday, we had 
a very, very good, I think, collection of sweepers, promos and jingles that we could play into the shows. The days leading up to the launch of Mushroom FM were extremely busy for all of us. I mean, we went from Monday morning not knowing that Mushroom FM was going to exist to a Sunday afternoon launch. That's about six days from non-existence and non-conception even, for that matter, to you know, the launch of the actual station. So it was really, really busy. I remember getting a tweet from Jonathan saying that he'd fallen asleep with his head on the keyboard. That just shows how dedicated the man was to this project. And that gave me the impetus to be as dedicated to it as I possibly could. So we recorded sweepers, we recorded promos, we recorded little snippets of of, of things that could be used throughout the thing, like unforgettable and unpredictable, Mushroom FM, that sort of thing. And um, it was extremely hectic and so worth it when the station finally came on the air on that Sunday afternoon. I believe very much that you only make one first impression. That applies when you meet someone for the first time or, or whatever. And certainly when it comes to an internet radio station where there is so much choice, you only make one first impression. And I knew that we had to do something pretty outstanding on that first day and also leading up to it so that we could attract people to at least give us a chance. There's just so much choice. What do you do to, 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 to ask people to give us a chance? And that's where I came up with the idea of this mushroom hotline. I thought back to that crazy debate on Twitter about mushrooms that Bruce and Caroline were involved in and roped so many people in. And it's one of those stupid debates where you're never going to change anyone's mind. No one's going to, like, listen to the arguments and say, yeah, you're right, mushrooms are good after all, or, yeah, you know, I now hate mushrooms even though I've eaten them for years. It's kind of a futile argument, but it's fun in a way, and it doesn't hurt anybody. And I thought, what can we do, now that we have this name Mushroom FM, to kind of make a bit of noise around this? I think one of Mushroom FM's big successes is that we really have harnessed social networking well. We understand the medium and how to make it work. So on, I believe it was the Monday night, my time, so it was very, very early on, I set up a hotline with just a couple of messages originally. I think there was uh, me and Julia not down by the school, yeah, just me and Julia. And maybe one other person, might have been Bruce, I think, initially. And we had the server by that stage. We'd we'd been to a provider. We'd bought all the server space we needed and everything like that. And so we put this thing on, and it was just a loop. Julia and me waffling on about mushrooms, and then Bruce. And then gradually, I think, other people chimed in. There was Caroline, and then um, Kathy Dobson from New Zealand, and uh, Rachel Keat from Melbourne. And then it just grew and grew and grew, and it went a bit viral. And everybody was retweeting this and listening to the stream and thinking, what on earth is the point of this ongoing ridiculous debate about whether mushrooms were good or not but people couldn't help themselves and they called in and they left messages and every time they did i would add them to the loop by the end of the week we had quite a big loop but i think we let that go for about 48 to 72 hours before we finally came out and said what you're listening to is the teaser for a new radio station called mushroom fm and we're the home of the fun guys and this is what it is a fresh new sound for cyberspace. Mushroom FM begins this Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1800 UTC, 7 p.m. in the UK. And by this stage, 
a lot of people were listening to that comment line and wondering what it was about. We opened up a Mushroom FM Twitter account and it just kind of exploded. It was really amazing. And I think the fact that we had such phenomenal numbers on our first day was because of that uh, Mushroom FM hotline. I've always loved radio station openings. So many of them that I've heard over the years have been so inventive and, 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 and there's enthusiasm obviously from a new team of broadcasters who want to win you over and they're just so excited to finally be on the air and it's an opportunity. And, and as I say, you only get to make one first impression. So I didn't want to just come on the air with the explosion and that would be the first show. I kind of wanted to introduce Mushroom FM and say, Hi guys, here we are, and this is our pledge to you. This is our commitment. This is the kind of radio we're going to bring you, and this is what we stand for. And so we produced a documentary with all of the founder staff members of Mushroom FM involved in it and talking about their own experiences of radio and what they hope to get out of Mushroom FM and put that together. We were so busy that week. Uh, putting the website together, doing the promos and sweepers. I remember I was trying to finish the documentary in time and suddenly tiredness just got the better of me. And next thing I knew it was like an hour later and my head was on the mixing console and I'd been asleep, which is most unusual for me. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep in front of a radio project before. But there's a kind of a drama, kind of a theatre that you can have with the opening of a radio station and so I tried to think back to when I was a kid and listening to stations opening and what used to get me excited about them and so about an hour before we put out this good old-fashioned test tone like you used to hear on terrestrial radio and I just could not believe it this test tone was streaming just for a bit of effect and the numbers were going up and up and I thought this is just wow they're if we've, if we've got an hour to go before the launch and we've got this sort of people listening to a bleep, <laughs> we, we must be onto something pretty special. And then, of course, we went into the uh, countdown. In the background, we had uh, Jean-Michel Jarre's Oxygen, and we had all sorts of exciting countdown stuff going on. And then we went into the documentary with phenomenal opening numbers, uh, well beyond my expectations. Because, you know, people say, if you build it, they'll come. The trouble is, people are building so many things and they don't always come. And so I did wonder, you know, are we going to get anybody to listen to this? But boy, they listened all right. It was a phenomenal day. I really thought that we were not going to make it because our provider had an outage, our provider who hosts our website and our streaming server. And I'm with the same provider for my own domain name and email services, and I couldn't get my email. And when I looked at this and saw that I wasn't getting email, I thought, oh my goodness, you know, not after all of this work. And in fact, a number of the internet stations that this provider was hosting seemed to be having some issues as well. But I checked the Mushroom FM website and email server and stream and miraculously, it wasn't affected. So we were so close to having our launch day turn into a complete disaster. And it would have been so demoralizing uh, for people to have put all that work in only to find that we couldn't launch due to a technical issue out of our control. And I crossed my fingers and thought, whatever this outage is, 
please, please, please don't let it spread to the Mushroom FM server. But we, we made it and the countdown began in earnest. Bang on 25 minutes past the preceding hour. T minus 35 minutes. Initiating critical system startup. This is Mushroom FM. T minus 30 minutes. System minus 30 minutes. Now Systems initialized. Now performing data integrity checks on digital music libraries. The music format is diverse as music itself. From Beethoven to Beatles to Beyonce, Mushroom FM plays the widest selection of music anywhere. T minus 25 minutes. We are counting down to an exciting new sound in cyberspace, and all systems are go for launch, performing speed tests on internet connectivity. This is Mushroom FM. T minus 20 minutes and counting. All Mushroom FM personnel should please report to their respective studios in advance of the launch. The earth shattering sound of Mushroom FM. T minus 15 minutes and counting. Preparing to establish contact with all Mushroom FM studios globally for final tests. T minus 14 minutes. This is Mushroom FM control calling Auntie Woody. Auntie Woody, please give us some test audio. This is Auntie Woody in Pittsburgh, Kansas. All systems in the studio are operational and I am go for launch. Audio test successful. T minus 11 minutes. We are counting down to the start of Mushroom FM. The exciting new sound in cyberspace. This is Mushroom FM control calling Brian Hargen. Brian, please provide some test audio. This is Brian Hargen in the United Kingdom. All systems in the studio are operational and I am go for launch. Audio test successful. T minus six minutes. We are now just six minutes away from a fresh new sound in cyberspace. This is Mushroom FM Control calling Terry Clasper. Terry, please provide some test audio. This is Terry Clasper from Stoke on Trent in the UK. Everything in the studio is ready, and I'm going for launch. Fantastic, mate. Fantastic. I tell you, fantastic. Loops, I really am getting a bit excited here. T minus five minutes. Just five minutes away from the start of Mushroom FM. Now initiating station playlist studio startup at Mushroom FM headquarters in Wellington, New Zealand. Desktop folder view list. Press insert plus H for JAWS keystrokes. Insert plus W to learn keys for the application. Script concepts devised by Brian Hartson and Jonathan Mosin. This is Mushroom FM headquarters in Wellington, New Zealand. We are T minus four minutes and doing a microphone check. Check one, two. We're just three minutes away now to the start of Mushroom FM. We're in Mushroom FM headquarters in Wellington, New Zealand, doing final systems checks. Now verifying the station playlist studio main player. Playing music that's unpredictable and unforgettable? Mushroom FM. Mushroom FM. Two minutes and counting. Two minutes to the start of Mushroom FM. Performing final systems checks now, verifying the station playlist studio card players. Another instant request! With one minute to go, Control, we can confirm at Mushroom FM headquarters that all systems are functional, bandwidth is good, and we are requesting launch clearance. Thank you. You are cleared for launch and to initiate the launch sequence at this time. 
30 seconds standby all studios get ready for the top of the hour and the launch of the world's newest radio station mushroom fm 20 seconds handing over to the amazing backwards counting minx 15 14 13 12 11 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 As I looked at those numbers climb higher and higher during the countdown, I thought, wow, we have a phenomenon on our hands. It's just amazing. And so I was very nervous when I had to sit there and press that button right at the end of the countdown that launched the documentary with a drum roll. It's Sunday, April 25th, 1800 UTC, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. in the U.K., Monday, April 26th, 6 a.m. in New Zealand, 4 a.m. in Eastern Australia, 2 a.m. in Manila. Wherever you are in the world, you are united by Mushroom FM. Well, we certainly got many of you tweeting about mushrooms over the last week and calling into our... And this was playing and I was thinking, oh, we are launched, what a relief. And I was watching the numbers and there was just so much reaction on Twitter and it, it couldn't have gone better. And, of course, it was my job to then come in after the documentary, which was pre-recorded, so it gave me a bit of breathing space, to do the first show on Mushroom FM. And people think when you've been doing this for a long time that you don't get nervous, and people say, well, you don't sound, you don't ever sound nervous. I was very nervous that day because, again, you know, there was so much at stake. Would people tune in? What would they think? Were we going to establish a loyal following? Even if people did tune in, would they all go away again? Once they uh, once the novelty wore off or something, so there was there was a lot of pressure, and people had been working hard all week, and I felt a real obligation to those people to give them something special to pull out the stops and do a, do a really good show. And the other thing is that the numbers were so big that keeping up with all of those tweets and all of that email when you're trying to line up the next song and think of something remotely sensible to say, it was huge pressure. In a in a situ- situation like that, normally, you'd probably have somebody producing or something like that. Well, we don't have that luxury at Mushroom FM. Of course, the first decision that you always have to make with a new radio station, and a lot of thought goes into this, is what's the first song going to be? And I thought, ah, people, it's me, so people will be expecting something, Beatles. And I thought, why don't we just put it out there? So I think we sent out a tweet on the Mushroom FM Twitter account, and we said... What do you think the first song on Mushroom FM should be? And we got some really interesting responses back from people. The one that I went with came from Travis Butler. He was the one who suggested the song that we ultimately went with back on the 25th of April, 2010. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. Boing, boing, rubber oh, dear, he prepared to be blown away. Scream, darling. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. Sometimes your name doesn't describe you. They say Gordon Lightfoot was so noisy he'd wake up the neighbours after a night on the town. Billy Ocean hates swimming. And Donna Summer can't stand the hot weather. And so it is with our Alex Banwell. She's marvellous, but the one thing she doesn't do is ban well. That's where I come in. See, Alex has a show on Saturday morning, Sentimental Journey. 
but there's a fine line between sentimental and yucky pukey. It's one thing to play classic sentimental stuff. Yucky Pukey. Breaker 1-9 came a voice on the air. Not this record! Just one word of thanks from Mama Teddy Bear. Not this record! And believe me, Alex would play it if I let her. Isn't it great that even though Alex doesn't ban well, I do? Sentimental Journey with Alex Banwell, Saturday morning at 5 Eastern on Mushroom FM. Some novelty for Christmas Only Christmas novelty will do So I'm gonna tune in To Tays on the Waves Where Bruce is gonna play All of my Christmas novelty faves It's Bruce's yearly Christmas novelty special Right here on Mushroom FM Yes, it's true Bruce will take requests Through tweets and email too You can even phone if it's the easiest thing to do. If there's a song you'd like to hear when Bruce is on the air, go to mushroomfm.com. All his contact info's there. Tune into Bruce's Christmas novelty special, the 18th of December, 5 p.m. That's U.S. Eastern Time, it's 10 p.m. U.K. You'll be glad you did, it will make your holiday, and it's only here on Mushroom FM. I became aware of Mushroom FM on the 2nd of July 2010 because I was corresponding with Erin Edgar and she happened to give me a link to a website called mushroomfm.com, which I hadn't heard of Hadn't even heard of internet radio as a whole, really. And once I found Mushroom FM, I was hooked. The shows have been interesting over the years, but just having presenters you could send emails to and interact with on a regular basis, even outside of shows, something would come up and you'd just about confide in some of them. Mosin and Minx podcasts, that those shows were actually quite informative looking back. Happy 10th birthday to Mushroom FM, and I hope there's another 10 more years. Now it's my pleasure to welcome on this 10th birthday celebration for Mushroom FM somebody who has made an enormous contribution. We first heard him all the way back in 2010 with his good friend John Glass and the Live Through the Looking Glass show. We hear him every weekday now with his show, The G-Spot. But what you might not know is that Gordon Luke has made an incredible contribution to Mushroom FM behind the scenes, designing systems, working with people, and being a very dear friend who I've got to know over the years. Without Gordon, Mushroom FM would be very, very different if it existed at all. So it's my pleasure to welcome Gordon on this time of joy and celebration. Welcome, Gordon. Greetings, Jonathan. How are you doing, young man? Uh, Well, I'm older than I was when we started this, I tell you. Well, sorry, I I should have started with a happy birthday. Yeah, well, yes, and, and to you, we're sort of between birthdays, aren't we? Yes, you're no older than me again. It's great 
Yeah, yes, just for a brief period. Yeah, incredible. How did you get involved in this Mushroom FM Malaki? Because you joined us quite early in the piece. Well, it's one of these things that you know, certain events came to pass and uh, the stars were aligned, as it were. I, I was basically footering about the internet one day at work, complaining about my uh, humanware brilliant braille display not being supported by JAWS. Mm-hmm. And I found this. I found this thing uh, saying that uh, the guys from Freedom Scientific were going to appear on this uh, broadcast from the, the, the conference that comes to the UK site village every year. And these two guys, Brian Hartson and uh, Terry Clasper, were going to interview Eric. And so I, I very naughtily, very, very naughtily indeed, listened into this at work. And... D- didn't quite get asked him a question, which I'd put, put forward, <laughs> but I thought, this, this broadcast sounds quite good, actually. These guys know what they're doing. And then I found on the website you had this little download, which sort of talked about broadcasting. And I downloaded it and thought nothing of it. And then I was in Aberdeen a month later. And if any of you ever been to Aberdeen, you'll know that uh, there's a lot of seagulls. And these seagulls tend to wake you up at goodness only o'clock in the morning. So I'm sitting there at four in the morning thinking, how can I get back to sleep? I need to listen to something dull and boring. I'll stick on this little thing that talks about becoming a broadcaster. So I listened to that and I went, I could do this. I could really do this. I really want to do this. So that was that was how the whole thing came came to pass. I'm like, yes, let, let's do this. And I kind of I kind of tricked you. I I, I I interviewed you for my magazine for the, in the UK. There's a magazine called Playback. Yes, uh, which has been going for forty years plus. And I got I got you on that to talk about Mushroom FM. And at the very end of the conversation, I slipped in, and you looking for any DJs? And you went, I. <laughs> <laughs> So at that point, I then said to Mr. Glass, who had been kind of on this case for a while, he'd fancy doing something a wee bit different. I said, how do you fancy coming on board with this? And that's when Life the Looking Blast was was born, as it were, because uh, we wanted to do something slightly different that nobody else had done before. But at the same time, give it give it a nice, a nice fresh coat, coat of paint. And uh, the, the show is kind of based on a, a UK sports programme. I don't know if anybody ever realised that. No, I did not. a programme on the Radio Scotland called Off the Ball, which they have a, a, a pretty straight guy and a guy who knows his stuff. And they talk about football, eh, or soccer, as, as the, the football in the US will call it, yeah, right, eh, right. Every, every week. And that's how I, I kind of based the show. And we were, we took ourselves terribly serious for the first three or four months, prepping every link, making sure we knew what we were going to say. And then it came to Christmas time, and as many of you know, John Glass is a postie, and he got quite busy, and therefore we couldn't prep everything, and we just had to do it cold. And it was after we went, you know, that's an awful lot better. <laughs> we sound an awful lot more natural, more like ourselves, and people seem to like it a lot better, and that, that's what kind of took it off from there. It is amazing how many people picked up that free tutorial that Brian and I did in those early days and really listened and thought, I can actually do this. And I think that's one of the things I'm proudest of. Even the the people who have been with us and are not with us, we've introduced so many people to creating content via this medium. And I think we can be very proud of that. So you had all this history with the Playback magazine and everything, but you also have a lot of knowledge in terms of computer programming and software development. And you eventually became our operations manager. And that was in the middle of 2011. So you have been operations manager involved in all the side of it for the majority of our existence. What kind of things does that entail? Because you really have made a huge contribution that people may not realize. 
It's, it's it's a tricky job, Jonathan, because if it's going well, it should entail very little work, which is what I like. <laughs> you know, I'm a particularly lazy person, <laughs> but uh, it, at times it involves a bit of um, website work, a bit of programming behind the scenes. Uh, the website's based in PHP, and there's a, there's a fair amount of PHP that makes all the, the bits and bobs work, or not work, as they do some days. Um, which is, is up right up my street and is, is, is fairly straightforward. On top of that, if when, we, when the, the first boot of Mushroom FM, if you like, when we had a lot of presenters, it was a matter of trying to keep everybody on track, on, on air, 12 hours a day, because you would take 12 hours and I would take the other 12 hours. And that wasn't always as easy as it might sound, especially if you're in the middle of a, doing something at work and someone goes, I can't go on, I can't go on. And I'm going, there's absolutely nothing I can do for you. Uh, but, you know, that, that's, there's a bit of that. There's quite a lot of hand-holding as well as you try and get a new presenter on board to try and give them these, these few early early steps because it's it's all about confidence at the start and just giving them that freedom to, yeah, you can do this. Yeah, you're sounding good. Come on, let, let's do that. Oh, if you try that, why not try this? That might work. That works for that such and such a person. You you could maybe try that. And letting them express themselves because they come on board because they're good at talking. They know about music. And just the technical bits are maybe something they're maybe not always that confident in, but given a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, yeah, they'll, they'll get up to speed. They know what they need to do. And the rest of the, rest of the day is history. Mm. I think one of the things that's been successful about the partnership that you and I have enjoyed all these years is that we get on so well I don't recall a serious argument. We complement one another. We're not afraid to say to each other that we disagree in a respectful way. But also, I can come up with some harebrained idea. You look at how we've done these social media events over the years, the cruise, the countdown, the murder mystery, all of those things. Mushroom stock, of course, that's coming up tomorrow. And I can come up with these crazy ideas. You have the ability to do a lot behind the scenes that turns these things into reality. Code on the website, actual practical things to make them happen. It's really effective. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And, and it's not always, it doesn't, I mean, it goes both ways, Jonathan. So, I mean, I've seen you do technical stuff on, on the Interflange. And uh, at the same time, I've come up with the word daft idea, which you've taken and transformed. I, I, who was it came up with the ship idea originally? Or was it, was it a team meeting? Uh, because that, that was one that just, how, how did we get from there to there <laughs> in, in, in a matter of weeks? The same with the, the castle. Remember the castle birthday yes. idea we did one year? Yes, And yeah. that, that just flew out of nothing. <laughs> from, yes. It may, it may have been a team meeting for somebody who made this random comment about, oh, we should make it like a Harry, Potter, Harry Potter. And it just went, we could do that, we could do that. And then somebody came up with, we could have a murder mystery at the same time. What? Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's incredible. And then you're, you're in the background there building the point system. If we're going to have Harry Potter and kind of castles and houses and things, and you have to be able to add and subtract points, right? So you wrote the web interface to allow <laughs> us to add and subtract points. But I, I think one of the things that has made Mushroom FM so sustained is that it doesn't stand still. So definitely in those first three and a half years or so, it was all about giving people access. It was all about, you know, if you wanted to have a go at internet radio, you would be allocated pretty much as many hours as you thought you wanted to do, and you could do your thing. So the theme of Mushroom FM then was a bunch of people participating and playing their own thing. And then over time, we kind of realized, well, blind people are over that now. Uh, we've we've proven very con comprehensively that 
blind people can do internet radio. And so then we've kind of become a lot more professional and moved to a, a regular weekday lineup like you would hear on the station. I think that's what saved us, actually, because these days people have become able to listen to internet radio through smartphones and smart speakers and so they're not sitting in front of their computer as much as they were when we first started 10 years ago. And that means that the social media interaction is sometimes quite a lot down, but they're there listening. It's now the norm. It's, it, rather than it was the exception back in the 2010 that, oh, this is a bit unusual. I've not heard anyone do this. It's now expected to be listened to radio on your, on your phone as you're walking about. No, mm. when, for this, 10 years ago, that was, that was, that was something really unusual. To be fair, you, you you were the one that saw that and realised that that's what we need to do and we moved to it. And it has it has been, from from my perspective, an awful lot easier to, to live with because the hours that you and I put in for those first three years were stupid. I mean, really, yeah. really stupid time, at times. And uh, it's it's okay, you can do it for a, for a nice celebratory weekend, but doing that three, four, five months on the trot was just killing by the end of it. It yeah. really was. And yeah, especially it, when both of us had major jobs to do, you know, in, in our absolutely. day jobs. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you have to remember to respect the person that's paying you the cash, first of all, because <laughs> without that, yeah. the whole thing starts to fall to bits. So what keeps you doing it now that we've been doing it on and off for 10 years? It's our 10th anniversary. What um, what, what keeps you here at Mushroom FM? Hey, because nobody's offered me a big enough check, Jonathan. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no I, I actually like doing it. it. It gives me, it makes me feel good to, to do that, especially at the moment with everything else just going completely crazy in the world. It's nice to have that. Okay, I'm here every day, eight o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock at night, my time. Yeah, okay. Jonathan's here. Sarah's here. Uh, Anthony's here. You know, we're all doing that. The regular weekday shows, and then the weekends we've got the guys doing their their specialist shows, and that to me is a bit of normality in what otherwise is a mad world at the moment. It goes to show that in life, whether it be your working life or whatever, if you find a partnership that just clicks, it is really special and it's enduring. And um, I think you and I have been very lucky in the way that we complement each other. On the technical side, I'm sure there'll always be things to do, right? Things that you want to do to improve. And we, we, there's so much we haven't talked about that you're responsible for. The Cool Mushroom FM scheduling system, for example, that allows me to maintain an up-to-date schedule via very slick user interface, and then it, dis it displays in people's own time zones. All the infrastructure that we have when you become a Mushroom FM fun guy, you log in, you can post from one place on our website in an internal part of the website to get to Twitter and Facebook and our announcements list via the blog. There are so many cool little systems, um, things like the, you know, what what's playing on the air now, and I could just go on and on. So there'll always be things, I'm sure, that are in the back of your mind that you might want to improve upon in future. There's always things to improve on, Jonathan. It's, it's getting time. And you mentioned these systems. I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten about the fact we'd actually done them, but th they, were, they were things that you said, can we do such and such? And I went, nah. And then we go, <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, okay. It's ready to go. You want to test it? <laughs> That's the <laughs> idea. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, 
I had a day job as a product manager when we first started working together. I was very used as a product manager to talking to engineers who would tell me that something couldn't be done and then being able to persuade them and say, well, you know, I'm sure that mere mortals couldn't do it, but I'm sure that you can find a way to do it. And uh, you always seem to find a way to turn my crazy ideas into actual code. Well, you see, I've worked for loads of, of, of uh, project managers who, who have this idea that things should be done exactly now and you uh, can't understand. So you always always promise them little and deliver maximum. That, that's that been my motto. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we get away with it. And the promise <laughs> no. over deliver, that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you have certainly <laughs> delivered an incredible amount. So I'm glad that we are here to celebrate this 10th anniversary. And I look forward to doing the 20th and the 25th. And uh, we'll have a few more wrinkles by then. But um, oh, I think we will Jonathan. I can assure you of that. But it's been an absolute pleasure, and th- thank you so much for, for letting me be a part of Mushroom FM, and mostly thank the guys for, for presenting. Because without them, it would just be the two of us, Jonathan. And God, can you imagine doing twelve hours a day each? Oh Blame gosh, no, that'd be hideous. <laughs> wouldn't it? No, so oh, it's, 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 we've got a lot of great teammates. But thank you for all you've contributed, and I appreciate you sharing some memories. Great. Thank you. Hi there. This is uh, Daniel, all the way from uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. I just wanted to say congratulations on your 10th anniversary, and I wanted to express my love for Mushroom FM and Mushroom Escape. I especially love the Mushroom Escape movies that you wear on Saturdays. I love the Mosin Explosion. I learned a lot about blind technology and uh, how to use uh, certain things uh, regarding blind software. And uh, Jonathan, you do a very good job on this show, and I hope you guys keep up the good work for uh, another 10 years at least. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. Boing, boing, rubber top. Oh, dear. Be prepared to go Scream, darling. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. From the past. Bread Boy's Bag of Goodies. Bread Boy's Bag of Goodies. Bread Boy's Bag of Goodies. I sure am fitting in with the new crowd here on Thursdays, and it is a pleasure keeping the seat warm for Gordon and John. I'm Brett, and my show is Brett Boyer's Big Bag of Goodies, a nice bit of random music and fun. Sometimes we have a theme, sometimes we don't. You never know what's going to happen. Most of the time, I don't even know what's going to happen. In the third hour, though, we always have a comedy block and our segment, Under the Covers where we play interesting cover versions or lesser-known originals. I love to play music and take your requests, so please join me on Thursdays at 11 a.m. in the East and 4 p.m. in the U.K., right here on the home of the fun guys, Mushroom FM. No. It's too early to wake up. It's Sunday. Let me sleep. 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 Oh, it's Sunday. How could I forget about Anne's Lazy Sunday on Mushroom FM? Join me every Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern. That's 12 p.m. in the UK and laze about with me. Plenty of great music and chat and features such as What Are They and The Sunday Best? 
You can never be too lazy to contact me, email Anne with an E at mushroomfm.com or send a wee tweet at irish underscore 2009. Hi Jonathan and the rest of the fun guys and of course all the listeners tuned in today. This is Anne Cosgrove, otherwise known as Anne with an E. You might recognise my voice as I was previously a presenter on Mushroom FM. I started out my broadcasting career with Mushroom FM back in 2011 and I started off as being this shy, nervous broadcaster and I grew into this confident broadcaster and I really enjoyed every minute of broadcasting over the years that I spent on Mushroom FM. I really want to thank all the fun guys for making it possible for me. But anyway, enough about me. This is Mushroom FM's 10th birthday and what a birthday event that they have in store. Thank you so much, Mushroom FM. I'm really, really looking forward to Mushroom Stock, a brilliant live event. And unfortunately, I didn't get a front row seat. I wasn't quick enough in getting my ticket, but hopefully I'll have a good view from this the row that I'm in. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to the day. And Celebrate well, Mushroom FM. Happy 10th birthday. You really deserve to celebrate. It's my pleasure now to talk to one of the original fun guys, and he doesn't look a day older to me. I try than, not to. <laughs> when we first started. <laughs> Hi, Jonathan. You have been responsible for various running gags on the station through Taves on the Waves and other things, and I suppose... There are two things that come to my mind in the context of Mushroom FM when I think about you. It's bloody Mrs. Miller and <laughs> and Little Red Rented Rowboat. Ah, you know, I have a confession to make about that song. Oh, yeah? I can't stand it. Really? Really? But it was my stick. Yeah, it's a vacuous song. Vacuous and, yeah, the... the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've had a lot of fun over the years. And, do you remember uh, when we raised the little rented robot? Yes, I do remember that. You were the you're the, the reporter on the good ship, um, rubber ducky. You know, yeah, that's your name. Your name was rubber ducky, and you were on a ship of some sort. And I think it was Robert Robert's ducky, wasn't it? Oh yes, yes, that's right. That's Robert right. ducky. Them climb inside. This is just wrong. This is totally wrong. Bruce got the song played in the last show. It was his own show. Hmm. And he got it played. Why are we doing this for him again? Well, I don't think even even the computer doesn't seem to like the song because look what just happened. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, I think it's time to do something once and for all. This, this robot thing is just getting way out of hand and we need to do something about it. I agree. So why don't we sync it? So I think we're going to need to do this. I'm going to make an attempt here at sinking this boat, and let's see what happens. We're going to go three, two, one, and I missed. Oh, dear. Well, why don't you give it a try and, and see what um, what you can do with it? Maybe you have better aim than I do? Yeah, but I've got a lot further to reach than you. I mean, I'm so far away from this boat. Yeah, you you do, but you just might have better aim. Who knows? Three, two, one. Another miss. I'm not surprised. Well, this has to work. So I say we try it one more time and we do it together. So three, two, one. 
rented rowboat. No more rowboat. Ever, 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 ever. Well, we do have a live satellite phone link up now with the good ship Venus and our news team on the ship in search of the little red rented rowboat. So we take you out to, well, somewhere in the middle of the ocean now for this live report. This is Robert Ducky from Mushroom FM News, and I'm on the search for the little red rented rowboat. Currently, it's a very cold day in the Pacific Ocean, and we're scouring the surface for the little red rented... You know what? I never really wanted to come on this expedition, to be honest. When my editor called me in at Mushroom FM News and said that I was going to be doing this, I said, listen, I'm better qualified to do the Occupy Wall Street coverage. He told me that this is going to be one of the most exciting searches since the search for Noah's Ark itself. So I had to think, and I took a deep breath, and I said, you know what? I still want to do the Occupy Wall Street coverage, but he threw me out of his office, so here I am, just me and my little white Apple iPhone, on the search for the little red rented robot. And we're in the Pacific Ocean right now, and all we've seen so far is a few very scary sharks but no sign whatsoever of the little red rented robot. We'll keep you posted if anything develops. This is Robert Ducky. Okay, I just have a word. We have another report from our ace reporter out in the middle of the ocean. And uh, we take you now to the good ship Venus for that report on the little red rented robot. Have you found the robot yet? It's Robert Ducky back once again on board the good ship Venus, Mushroom FM News. We're searching for the little red rented rowboat in the Atlantic Ocean right now, and frankly, we're all pretty fed up. It is hailing outside now. The weather is absolutely atrocious, and all we seem to be encountering right now uh, is a Miller whale. I'm afraid so. We had to fend off a Miller whale. If we hadn't attacked the Miller whale, the Miller whale would have attacked us. And so, unfortunately, we did have to use one of the torpedoes, which we brought along in case of any kind of trouble. And we're very sorry about that. But in the end, our safety, the safety of our crew, has to come first. But you know what? Right now, I don't think we're ever going to find Little Red, the rented rowboat. I'm wondering whether it ever really did exist, whether we've been on. A wild goose chase. And I'd give anything right now to go back to my warm office at Mushroom FM News and cover the Occupy Wall Street protest, which at least really does exist. So, I wish that this boat would call into a port so I could get off here and tell my editor that he can take his job on shove it because I ain't wanting to be on this good ship Venus searching for the little red rented rowboat anymore. A journalist's life is not a happy one. I could have been on CBS News, you know. They contacted me once, and I said, no, I'd rather be on Mushroom FM. That was the dumbest decision I ever made. Anyway, I'll leave you to it, but we haven't found anything yet, Bruce, and I'm not sure we ever will. This is a wet saturated, ticked off Robert Ducky for, oh, and uh, before I go, I'd just like to tell my editor he can go folk himself. This is Mushroom FM News. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to cut normal programming. 
I think this is important. We take you now back to the good ship Venus for some breaking news on Taves on the Waves. Bruce, this is Robert Ducky with breaking news, and that is that researchers on the good ship Venus have located the little red, the rented rowboat. I cannot believe that I was chosen to be a part of such an historic moment. We are off the coast of Newfoundland and uncannily very close to where the Titanic, in fact, sank. The Little Red, the Renda, the rowboat is right here. Bruce, we need you. We need you to come and finish this job. Forget the Mushroom FM show. We need you here to rescue, to salvage the once lost, now recovered, Little Red, the Renda, the rowboat. This is an exotic rubber ducky Mushroom FM news. Ladies and gentlemen, the rowboat has been found. We are going to take our... Mushroom FM supersonic helicopter and go down to the good ship Venus and we are going to cover the salvage operation of the little red rented rowboat. In the meantime, here is Johnny Horton. This is so exciting! What a great Johnny Horton tune on tapes when the waves sink to Bismarck. Now, we've taken the Mushroom FM supersonic helicopter and we have made it to the site of the little red rented robot. We've landed on the helipad here on the Venus. And you can hear the sound of the ocean around me. This is exciting. We are at the scene of the crime. The rowboat is on the bottom of the ocean just below us. And our job is to salvage it. We said we'd do it and we are going to. Now, how do you do a salvage job like this? Well, Part of the problem is there's lots of water here. So we need to get rid of that water. Now, I have a flush coming to me from the fringe people. So I thought that we could amplify that flush a little bit and use that to get rid of the water in the surrounding area. So we have commissioned our Mushroom FM engineering team to amplify that flush. And now we are going to go to the bottom of the ocean by siphoning away the water in the area, and we will be in the vicinity of the little red rented rowboat. So I'm holding on to the rail for dear life here, and here we go. Wow, here we are at the bottom of the ocean. Um, it's, it's kind of uh, creepy down here, but everything is bone dry and all the marine life thankfully escaped with the ocean water. So no animals or fishes were harmed during this salvage operation. But we are at the bottom of the ocean. I can see the Titanic way over, over to my left. And that is just an, uh, an amazing spectacle. Absolutely. There's still a lot of artifacts lying around. But the important thing is I can see the rowboat. And it didn't get damaged during the incredible sinking operation that Caroline and Alex did to it. So all we have to do is to dislodge it from the muck at the bottom of the ocean here. And we should be able to get it back onto the deck of the Venus and bring it back to the surface. So we have our cranes ready and we are going to lift that rowboat out of the bottom of the ocean and onto the deck. Okay, guys, take it away.
Well, look at that. We have the rowboat on board the Venus. We have salvaged it. Now, all we have to do is get that ocean water back over here so we can go back to the surface and take us home. And we have done what we said we were going to do and salvaged the rowboat. So, all we have to do now is reverse that flush and back to the surface we go. Hang on, guys, because here it comes. They said it couldn't be done, but we did it. We have resurfaced the little red rented rowboat. On the first day of Mushroom FM in April 2010, I was doing the explosion, and then we had Auntie Woody. And yep, then you and then were on, on right after that. You did a country special, and you hate country That's music. Right. Yes, yes, I did, because um, back on the previous station we were on, I made a dare with you that if you played a Mrs. Miller song all the way through, I would do a country show. So you did, so naturally I had to do, so I did. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. He prepared to be born away. Scream, darling. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. Big Beat keeps you rocking in your seat. The Big Beat Radio Show will keep you rocking on Mushroom FM. The very best in rock and roll from the 40s and 50s and the best of the bands that keep the world rocking today. Rhythm and blues, doo-wop, rockabilly, hillbilly and many other musical genres blended together for the birth of rock and roll. You'll hear them all on the Big Beat Radio Show. You will hear the hits, the obscurities and keep up to date on today's rockin' scene. Tuesdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. London time. 10 a.m. till noon, Wednesday in Australia. I'm Peter. I'm happy to play your requests or just say good day. Tweet me at BigBeat50. Email peter at mushroomfm.com. The Big Beat Radio Show on Mushroom FM. For the best of 40s and 50s rock and roll and the best of the bands that keep the world rocking today. Hello? Hey, is that Hannah? Yes. It's Jonathan from Mushroom FM. How are you? Hi, I'm okay. You answered quite a few trivia questions over the weekend for our birthday weekend. And we did this random process of choosing someone. And I'm pleased to tell you, Hannah, in Manila, you are now 500 American dollars richer. Yes. Thank you. What will you do with Happy $500? Birthday, Mushroom FM. I don't really... I, I don't know something... Congratulations to Hannah May Aldiza of Manila in the Philippines, our $500 cash prize winner for Mushroom FM's first birthday. Thanks to all who celebrated with us, and stay tuned for more exciting ways to win with Mushroom FM. Screen locked. Hello, hello, can you hear me? Hey, what was that? Was that my phone? This will do the trick. Ayah. What's it doing that for? Ouch. Right, you. Listen and listen hard, MRC. Eh? Who are you? And more to the point, what are you doing on my phone? I said listen. Aye, but it should be you that's listening to me, not me to you. The next time I hear from you, 
I'm calling your wife to tell her what you get up to on this phone. No, you listen to me. You've got this thing the wrong way around, you know. I am a friend of Siri and she tells me that you've been asking some. Well, let's just say poor Siri was off sick for weeks. Now, come on. Don't be silly. Eh, I mean, don't be silly. Why would I do that? I warned you, Karen Murphy. iPhone. No, no, don't do that. Please, please, please don't. I'll shut up. I'll even Hello? gag myself. Sorry, I'll do anything number. you want me to. Okay, bye. Right, last chance, Blue Wool. I want you to tell everyone what you've been saying to Siri. No, 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 I definitely can't do that. No, no, please don't make me do that. Okay, then I'll tell them. Quiet. Hello, darling. What's the price of your watermelons this week, or this? Hi, Siri. What color of protector are you wearing? You also told her that you knew where she lived. I was only doing it to entertain the listeners on the Friday experience on Mushroom FM. Is that right? Right, that's it. I've had enough of you. You're getting switched off. If you do that, I'll call your wife. How do you switch this thing off? It's not going off. Help me, please. Somebody help. Hello? Yes, hello. Is that MRS Blue Sheep? Do you know that your husband looks at books with dirty sheep in them? I think you've got the wrong number, you... Don't miss it. It's the Blue Sheep Friday Experience. Every Friday from 2pm Eastern, that's 7pm in the UK, only on Mushroom FM. Expect the unexpected. Mushroom FM, the home of the fun guys. It is our 10th birthday celebration today. Fun guy Damo McMurrow is across the ditch. Hi, Damo. G'day, Jonathan. How are you? I'm very well. And happy Mushroom FM birthday to you. Yeah, thank you, and to you. You're one of the early fun guys, right? You go back to about May of 2010, I think. Yeah, 30th of May 2010 was uh, my first time on air. What got you into it? Well, I'd started out in hospital radio in the in the 90s doing it for the, the uh, Royal Children's Hospital and um, missed it, I guess, when I left, but I'd sort of moved around and did a few things. And then I heard you broadcasting, I think, in about 2005 uh, when you were living in Texas, and Texas, you were. yeah, yep. And I thought, wow, that would be really cool to be able to do from home. And it was something that had always sort of been in the back of my mind. And then I looked around at what the options were locally in Rockhampton, where I was living at the time for community radio. And there was kind of Radio Nag, which specialised in horse racing, so that wasn't really my thing. And there was another station that played uh, all your favourites from the nineteen twenties and thirties, which also wasn't really my thing and uh, and then I I sort of saw you know some publicity around Mushroom FM and that you were potentially looking for presenters because I think you had a team of about six when I first looked at yeah, joining right yeah and uh, I I thought about it, I thought I really want to give this a go uh, because it would work so well for me so much better than trying to go down to you know the local community station and so on so uh, that was when I sort of approached you and said uh, be interested in coming on board if there's an opportunity. You always had pretty good gear, didn't you? I think you had a mixer and decent mics and stuff right from the very beginning. Yeah, I did because I always had a bit of an interest in audio gear, and uh, so I thought, well, if I'm going to do this, let's let's sort of do it properly. And also because my then partner was broadcasting with me, we needed something that could take two mics, and I always sort of had this idea of getting a friend of mine who's a musician on occasionally on the show. And I thought, well, I want the flexibility to be able to mic him up and, you know, potentially put Skype calls to air. So, yes, I sort of jumped in with both feet and got a mixer right from day one. I think that's one of the really interesting things about the shows that you've done is that you have been adventurous like that, whether it be cooking things or getting your mate Skippy on there and doing live performances. You never know what you're going to get with your <laughs> shows. And, and that's what makes them interesting. Yeah, I guess I like to, to try and mix it up and, and do something different. And uh, I, I enjoy the technical challenge 
uh, as much as the the broadcasting challenge, you know, and, and the idea that you can reach people in other countries and, you know, you can tell them what you do and how you do things and tell them about, you know, the, the, the place where, where I live and um, just that, that connection that you build, I guess. And, and so I always like to sort of push the envelope a little bit and just sort of see what else we can do to make it fun and interesting for, for me and for them. And I guess one thing we can say, celebrating our 10th birthday, is Mushroom FM is really resilient. We're in a really good place these days. You've been away and come back, and I think you will have noticed just the amazing spirit that Mushroom FM has these days, the, the really solid team, the camaraderie that exists. And I think, you know, one of the things that drew me back to Mushroom FM was exactly that, because I, I, I really missed that. I missed feeling like I was a part of a, a great team and a part of something exciting and innovative and all of those things. So I, I really did miss it. And it's, that's why it's, it's been sort of so wonderful to have the opportunity to come back. And it's good to have you back. And we're throwing you in at the deep end, you know, because you're going to be actually starting us off. You are anchoring the first part of our big Mushroom Stock virtual music festival. But you've done Mushroom Stock before. I seem to remember you inflicting, what the heck was that group, Snow Patrol on us? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So there was a bit of a, a bit of banter about that one. I, yes. I do remember that. Yes. 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 Yeah. Snow Patrol. Hopefully they're not making another appearance on, on this mushroom stock. But, yeah, uh... I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, all of those things and all of the birthday celebrations that, you know, I've been involved in over the years that have, have been really memorable from the fun guys or one guys through to the the Mushroom FM virtual cruise and all of those things, you know, they're, they're all unique and they're all fun. So looking forward to it. A few listener comments. Jake Joel is listening in Illinois. He says that he's been listening to Mushroom FM since its inception. He loves the station and he hopes that it will continue for many years to come. He says that he's told friends and neighbours about the station and they listen to Mushroom FM too now and that everybody in his building now has a computer and they're listening to Mushroom FM. He sends us all the best and hopes that we will continue for many years to come. Thank you, Jake. One of the amazing things to me about Mushroom FM and this incredible journey is how many countries we have listeners from. Uganda is one such country. Charles Akello is there. He sends a very generous email saying how grateful he is for Mushroom FM, and he congratulates us on our 10th birthday. Thank you, Charles. A familiar name and a familiar voice over the years is Mickey Tubner. He is now in Bismarck, North Dakota. He reminds us that he's been listening to Mushroom FM since the very beginning. He loves the shows and he loves the fun guys who presents them. He says kudos. Thank you very much, Mickey, for listening right throughout the decade. In Houston, Monica Svopa says Mushroom FM has helped her through bad times and lots of good times. She says she hopes will be around for many years to come. Jim Mannion writes, having the air personalities is fantastic and Mushroom's quality is so much better than most internet radio out there. I wish we could finally get beyond the day of so much tin can streaming quality of so many things. It is no longer because of a technology limitation. Thank you, Jim. And we know we have a lot of very particular listeners who care about the audio quality of what they're listening to. We do spend a lot of time working on the sound of Mushroom FM. Jack and Marianne Mendez say Jack and I have had the pleasure of spending the past four years with Mushroom FM. We've eaten many pounds of mushrooms over all these years and have submitted some pretty crazy mushroom reports. We have grown in our lives together and we've shared many of our discoveries with all of you. We have shared much laughter and have obtained many crackers at Christmas and Jack has even started voting for Dominic the Christmas Donkey. 
We have had many wonderful Sunday dinners while listening, and I have had many productive days working away while Mushroom FM plays quietly in the background. We are grateful to Mushroom FM in the scariest time we are living in. So glad to call the Fungi community our friends. A very happy birthday to Mushroom FM. May there be many more excuses to share magic mushroom memories in the future. And former fun guy Kevin Russell's been in touch. He says, I joined the Mushroom FM team towards the end of 2010 and started broadcasting on Tuesday, the 1st of February, 2011 at 7 p.m. UK time with the very first edition of Flashback Gold. I was extremely nervous, not so much by the thought of presenting my first show, but more by the worry of technical things not working properly and not connecting to the server. Fortunately, all went well and the nerves gradually diminished. Mushroom FM was my first internet radio station and I couldn't have asked for a better introduction to internet broadcasting. I joined an absolutely fantastic team of presenters guided by an equally excellent management team. Thanks, Jonathan, for making my introduction to internet broadcasting so rewarding. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. This is Elizabeth from Estonia wishing all the fun guys and the Mushroom FM community a very happy birthday. Thank you so much for all the amazing work that you have done for the last decade, as well as for the work that you are doing now, and also for all the amazing memories and experiences that you have brought to the listeners. For the next decade, I wish you many more of these amazing memories as well as a lot of good music and um, that the community that Mushroom FM has created would grow. This is Kevin East. I'm a listener to Mushroom FM and I just wanted to say happy 10th uh, birthday for the Mushroom FM honor staff, including Sarah Hillis. Keep up the great work, everyone. It is Mushroom FM, the home of the fun guys. It is our 10th birthday today. And somebody who's been here almost since the beginning, he didn't quite make it at the very beginning, is Anthony Horvath, locked down on the other side of town. And who'd have thought that when we were doing a 10th anniversary of Mushroom FM, we would be doing so locked in the middle of a pandemic? It's amazing what's happened in 10 years, boy. When did you decide to get into Mushroom FM? How did that come about? <laughs> it was during what you named the Drunken Mosin Explosion. Oh, that was a really long show. That was a really long show when, when I was at your house and we we were on the juice. Yeah, that went for a very long time, like about six or seven hours. Six or, or seven hours yeah. or something. Yeah. And um and you mentioned it and, and then other people mentioned it and then I, I jumped on a couple of other explosions after that and people would were, were trying to come up with a name and um and uh, all all that kind of stuff. So it sort of started that 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 explosion, that drunken explosion where it was all Kiwi music was back in August. And so from there there was um, yeah, grabbing the software and doing a few other things, and it was the 29th of December, 2010, that I uh, did my first show with the Beer Fridge. And over the years, you've done various shows. The Beer Fridge was the first one. 
That was, that, yeah, and it sort of originally was going to be a classic rock show, but then it just kind of evolved based on the listeners and I guess also my own sort of rock habits. <sighs> you know what I feel like? A nice cold glass of orange juice. Let's look in the fridge. Hmm, let's see. Beer? Coke? Beer? Lemonade? Beer? Beer, more beer. Why do we need so much beer? Well, it is the beer fridge. Well, how much beer does one man need? Well, enough for four hours anyway. Four hours? Why four hours? Because it's the beer fridge. No, it's the drinks fridge. No, no, no. I'm talking about the beer fridge with Anthony Horvath on Mushroom FM. It's four hours of the best in classic rock. You can even make a request by sending Anthony an email to anthony at mushroomfm.com or you can send him a tweet to at kiwisnake. That's at K-I-W-I-S-N-A-K-E. So join Anthony for a beer or six and four hours of great classic rock. Two till six Eastern each Wednesday right here on your home of the fun guys. Mushroom FM. Quite like the beer fridge. When we had our our first birthday, I remember talking to you over the weekend actually, and I and I said I could do another show on the Monday, and we could call it the Monday Mayhem. And for quite a while, that was around, and that was also a four hour show, just like the beer fridge, except Monday Mayhem was probably the show that was more close to my listening habit, and that it was all over the place, absolutely completely random. Sort of um, reminiscent of The Shed, which you've been doing on Mushroom FM in more recent years. It's kind of more like that, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. just like that. Now here's a little song about a man in a shed who was feeling very sad because the Saturdays were dead. So he got a pile of music and some massive speakers too. He cranked up the volume and cracked a beer or two. Steinlager, that is. Real New Zealand beer. No soap suds. At 11 p.m. Saturday, you're welcome in the shed Where it gets live and loud and you'll hear the triple thread The home of the fun guys is the place you gotta be To get inside the shed and to hear from Anthony Oh, man, that is crazy, boy We were desperate And then, of course, there was the Friday free-for-all Yep What's up with this Monday Mayhem, Friday Free For All? Yes, I had, yeah, I obviously like the alliteration, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the um, and the, the short-lived Kiwi Connection. That's right. Yes, yeah, so you've done a few shows over the years. Mm. And, of course, we remember with fondness May 2011 when a religious, I don't know, you'd have to call him a bit of a nutcase, called Harold Camping was absolutely adamant that the rapture was going to take place on the 21st of May 2011. And so we decided that since New Zealand was first to get the rapture, because he said it was going to ripple all around the globe, that we would do a show during the rapture. And we, we waited and waited for this rapture. We did. Uh. Uh, we, uh, it was uh, one hour before. And then, if we were still around, it would be one hour after. I feel at peace. I, I guess if you're not, there's not much we can do now. It's been a good run, you know. Yeah. Like, that's how I'm feeling. It's been a good run. Got a lot done. I even have Carrie Dog here. Right. And we're now, ladies and gentlemen, less than 25 seconds away 
25 seconds as a clock counts down. 20 seconds now, ladies and gentlemen. 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. We're just sitting here waiting for something waiting. to yes. happen. Nothing's happening. No shaking. I wonder, I wonder if there's latency, though. Oh. It could very well like, be. I mean, latency, you know how you send signals up from here to Mars or something like that, and it takes a while could for the signal to bounce. So maybe, like, maybe this... Could be more like one minute past. Well, we'll just... It could be. We'll just... Hang around a little bit longer because, you know... And Kiri Dog is sitting here patiently, too. Yeah. Anyway, she's supposed to be reacting, isn't she, with big quakes and things? That's Dumb right. animals... Yeah, and she's quite... I, I, um, in fairness, it is important to point out that um, a six magnitude 6 earthquake just a little earlier hit the Solomon Islands just off there, and a Papua magnitude 4 earthquake just not long ago hit Papua New Guinea. But they're hardly going to... And one hit Hawaii as well. Yeah, a small one. Right. But they're hardly going to uh, tear the world asunder. No. no. But they certainly but would have made people feel a hell of a lot more nervous than what they would have been before. Made, made them think. Well, we are waiting patiently here for the I see it apocalypse. I've got it at one minute's past. Oh, of course, what might be happening is that... You know, the followers have to go first, don't they? So that they're spared. Yeah. That's a good but, point. But, I mean, how long, how long does that take? I would say it would be pretty quick. I would, I would say it would be within five take, minutes. I wouldn't say it would take that long. I would think. Do the blind people go first? Like, do they pre-board the blind people? Special assistance. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if I'd get a window seat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, so I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I think... It's now I'd give it till six six oh five. Well, I don't know. I mean, look, it's I mean, two, it's two minutes it's two and minutes two minutes seconds. I uh, I kind of not sure this is happening. I I I don't think it's I don't think it's happening. You don't think? Do you think it's happening, Julia? No, I I haven't felt a thing. I uh, I do believe people. I think we're going to survive this. I think we are. This is just. Amazing. Shall we... I feel bad for the little men, though. Shall we party? I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Judgment Day has arrived. Waits for another day. And what better cause for a global party is there than that? Elton John says he's still standing. You can never know so we've had various shows over the years, and when Mushroom FM came back after a break, you were there from the very beginning doing things, and now we can hear you every weekday with what is normally called Anthony Unleash, Unleashed, but in a sign of the times, we're calling it Anthony Locked Down at the moment. So you've been here for the majority of Mushroom FM times, although I do remember you took a break for a while in about, was it 20... 12 in or something like that. Tw- tw- 2012 from about October, and then I was back in January. 
of 13. And we had this wacky promo for your return <laughs> where you and I were imitating different broadcasters begging you to come back. That's right. That was Damo's idea. On the 7th of September 2012, Mushroom FM sadly said goodbye to Anthony Horvath. No more Monday mayhem and no more beer. And since then, we've been absolutely inundated with requests to bring him back. Take a listen to some of these obviously genuine fans. Hi, I'm Gordon Luke, and I reckon that the Monday Mayhem and the Bear Fred should come back on Mushroom FM. Hi, I'm Sean, and it would be great to have beer, beer, and more beer if the Beer Fridge and the Monday Mayhem come back to Mushroom FM. Hi, my name's Jess Stump, and I'd like it if Anthony Horvath came back for the Monday Mayhem and the Bear Fridge on Mushroom FM. This is Terry Casper, and it would be fantastic. I would give a stuff if the Beer Fridge and Monday Mayhem came back to Mushroom FM. Hey, that's not me. I wouldn't have said that. I'm sure that was Jonathan. Well, you must have said it at some time, mate. Probably after a dozen pints at the pub. Anyway, it sounds nothing like Jonathan or Anthony. But the good news is that from January 21st at 2 Eastern, the Monday Mayhem returns to Mushroom FM. And at 2am on Wednesday the 23rd, we restock the Beer Fridge for four hours of classic rock. So join Anthony and his biggest fans like the ones you just heard every Monday and Wednesday from 2 Eastern. Email anthony at mushroomfm.com or tweet at kiwisnake to join in the fun. Anthony Horvath, back by a very popular demand from January 21 on the home of the fun guys, Mushroom FM. To what do you attribute Mushroom FM's success, the fact that we are able to celebrate this 10th anniversary? Um, I, I think social media has certainly got a, a lot to do with it. A lot of interacting during the shows and even off the shows with, with listeners because you talk about your upcoming shows and that's, I think, one big part of it. Also, the personalities behind the mic, um, all very fun to listen to, all very interactive, get the listeners involved. We just all seem to be having a lot of fun, and you, you can tell just listening to it, and I think that just resonates with the, with the listeners um, who may be going through some hard times as well, and just the fact that we're there and being able to keep them company through whatever may be going on in their lives. I think that's, yeah, all, all of those things combined, I think. I think that's become particularly evident lately when Mushroom FM listenership has actually gone way up in the last couple of months because we're a familiar voice, we've been around long enough and people want that familiarity and connection, something a bit more than just listening to people's favourite music but a little bit of friendly chat in the mix as well. Exactly, especially if someone like myself who just can't stop waffling. Oh my God. Waffling on, even though you've got no waffling. sport to waffle on about at the moment. I still find something to waffle on about, yeah. yeah. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. Be prepared to be born away. Scream, darling. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. Oh dear, I think Bert's going to sing us a song. It's Saturday morning and it's 9am and I thought you might like to know. Not really. That I'm sitting right here drinking ice cold beer hearing internet radio. It's a bit early, isn't it? Angie's the one I'm listening for. She's only here for two hours but I wish it was more. She's here on Mushroom FM, Angie Baby. What are Chuck and Jennifer going to say about that? She'll do her best to play your requests, but you've got to send it to her right away. Like now. And there's no end on the breakfast blend to the variety of music she'll play. I can believe that. Angie'll keep your morning alive. 
And if you're really lucky, she'll play a top five. She's the queen of Saturday morning, Angie Baby. The queen of Saturday morning? Angie Baby, you're a mushroom lady. Getting on the air so easily. Get yourself a proper cup of coffee, not ice cold beer. Saturday mornings, 9am Eastern, Breakfast Blend. Email request to Angie at mushroomfm.com. It is despicable. It is completely and utterly and totally, foully, disgustingly, rancidly nasty. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that seems to get rid of it apparently is tomato sauce, which we've never tried. I never knew that. Join us round at Dave and Emma's every Tuesday from 4pm Eastern, 9pm in the UK, right here on the home of the fun guys, Mushroom FM. Let's not tell everybody everything, shall we? Hi, Jonathan, it's Grace here. I would like to say congratulations to Mushroom FM on their 10th anniversary. My goodness, I started listening on the 23rd of August 2015 and thanks to me I think I told you this before but thanks to me you know I started listening because she told me about Mushroom FM when I got my Sonata first and I have never looked back and I love it and I just thank you for it. One of the memories I have when you had the Misheard Lyrics show that was hilarious and when you had the promo, was it the, what did you call it, the Country Oasis, was that what you called it? The voices that you do um, for that, and that that was just wonderful, so I'm looking forward to hearing some of that. I like my apartment in Manhattan, and being the chief financial officer of the Boing Boing Rubber Company. But you know, as I stand here, waiting for a gap in the traffic so I can cross Wall Street. I'm already looking forward to Sunday morning. See, that's the day where I substitute my suit for jeans and cowboy boots and get back to my roots. It's my little country oasis with cute Caroline. Mercy. Sunday Eastern Time at 9. Tune in to hear Caroline. Grab your router by its line and dosey do your keyboard. Sunday morning coffee brew and country oasis too. Best of country all the new and dosey do your keyboard. Got some country you like best? Caroline plays your requests. Country Oasis, that's the best, so dosey do your keyboard. Country Oasis with Caroline Congdon playing the best mix of country anywhere. Sundays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 13 UTC, only on Mushroom FM. The Country Oasis promos were our longest-running series of promos on Mushroom FM for the show that Caroline Taves did. She started as Caroline Congdon and then married Bruce, and the Country Oasis show uh, continued until quite recently, in fact. So we had this series of promos. When it came to our third birthday, we wanted to do another social media event. And as Gordon has mentioned, we decided to do a weekend at a castle with Harry Potter star houses and being able to add and subtract points. And then we had a murder mystery added into the mix. You know how you can go on murder mystery weekends. 
And we needed somebody to be the victim. And we didn't want it to be a beloved Mushroom FM personality. And in the end, we settled on Hank. Let's kill off Hank from the Country Oasis promos. So kill him off we did. And now, it's time for more of the Mushroom FM murder mystery. It's shaping up to be an easy weekend for me. Jonathan Mosen, private blind eye. A straightforward, uneventful gig, providing security for some internet radio station's birthday party. Yeah, some overindulgent guest, I suspect, probably needs a bit of attention at the hospital. You get a lot of these self-inflicted injuries at big parties like this. Detective Mosen, um, we have a problem. We have a big problem. Slow down, slow down. What's the problem? Um, I, I, I was, I was in my 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 boat pond, um, checking out the Coke machine to make sure it was working, and 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 um, just as I was opening up the can, it was it was a really nice, delicious can of Coke. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, I, I I saw. Uh, a, b- a body floating in the, in, the, in the pond. In what pond? What do you do in the castle, and who are you? I, I oh yeah yeah you might want to know that. Um, I'm I'm the, the 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 boat guy. I give people tours of the the castle grounds boat area in the uh, little red rented rowboat. Okay, and, and, now and the body. I, I'm Bruce Taves, and 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 and, 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 and he was in the pond, and, and he was just floating there, and and. and and, and I dropped my coke. Never mind about the damn coke. Did you get him out of the pond? I, I didn't. I didn't touch anything. I. I. I, I read murder mysteries. I, I knew the guy was dead, and, and I, I didn't. I didn't touch anything. You got no idea that the guy is dead. Is that what the ambulance is there for? Did you at least call an ambulance? I called nine one one. They must have sent some kind of an ambulance. I was. Oh, right, I heard the ambulance going past the window. So you don't know at this point whether there is a dead body in the pond or whether they're doing CPR was, or what the it deal was is? It a dead body. It had to be a dead body. I, I... Do you know who the body belongs to? Yeah, I do. I'd recognize that hat and, 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 and that jacket anywhere. You know that Hank guy that was in prison, um, uh, the, the Boing Boing Rubber Company guy? I don't know him personally, but uh, tell me about him. How do you know well, him? He's He's been kind of stalking or something my, my my girlfriend cute caroline and 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 he loves the country oasis show on on mushroom fm and and he was in prison for for embezzlement or something something um uh some kind of fraud or other and and and, and he got out and 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 he was really giving caroline a hard time and, and 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 then there he was in the pond over the course of that third birthday weekend we produced about three and a half hours of murder mystery content which was also published as a downloadable file after the weekend and it got a lot of hits so we successfully killed off hank and mushroom fm closed of course for a brief period in november of 2013 When we came back, Caroline was on board with us and we wanted the Country Oasis back. And we also wanted another Hank promo. The trouble is, we'd killed him off. How were we going to bring Hank back? It took a lot of careful thinking about, but we managed to resurrect the poor fella. Howdy. Or should I say, aloha, y'all. Oh, sorry, did I scare y'all? Y'all look like you've seen a ghost. But I ain't no ghost. 
just old hand cash now of Hawaii. When I finally got to meet cute Caroline at a party, I soon realized that those sweet emails I was getting from her weren't from her. Someone meant me harm. So I paid that Bruce Towles in the Robo Pound who was glad to see me gone to put a life-size mannequin of me made from rubber from the Boeing Boeing Rubber Company in the pond. I bribed the pathology lab to produce fake tests and everyone thought I was dead. I headed off to Hawaii to live off the fat of my trust fund and disappeared, just like Mushroom FM. But I sure have missed cute Caroline taking me back to when I was a young'un. Now she's back. And so, y'all, am I. Woo. Friday's Eastern Time at 2. Caroline is here for you. Best of country, I'm on the news, so don't see do your surfboard. Even when I'm on the beach, country music's still in reach. Caroline is such a peach, so don't see do your surfboard. Country music's good for starters. Give me two pina coladas, then move on to something hotter and dosy do your surfboard. The Country Oasis with Caroline Taves, 2 p.m. Eastern on Fridays on Mushroom FM. Hello there, my name is Thomas Upton, and I'm so excited that Mushroom FM had just turned 10. Believe it or not, I didn't encounter Mushroom FM until approximately about a half a year ago. You know, when Mushroom FM started back in 2010, I was only just a six-year-old blind kid at elementary school. The very first episode of the Mosin Explosion I've listened to was the very first episode of the Mosin at Large podcast. Yes. Of course, I almost like I was about to listen to a station for the blind live right on time for this new thing old podcast called Mosin at Large to launch. On the Mushroom FM holiday countdown, the 2019 holiday countdown, I was on the Vixen team, and I had voted for my top 10 countdown songs. That was so great. So, on behalf of the Mushroom crowd, it is my honor to take this opportunity to have a big congratulations to Mushroom FM for rocking out the house for the first decade. Thank you, Mushroom FM, for rocking out a very great station that many people will hopefully enjoy. Hello, Jonathan and fellow Mushroom FM listeners. I want to uh, congratulate you guys on doing a uh, revision of the um, Woodstock experience, but this time without the rain and the terrible weather uh, or thousands of people crowding around you. Uh, It certainly should add up to a much better experience. At any rate, I want to congratulate Mushroom FM for recreating what appears to be a really cool way of celebrating your 10th anniversary. I also want to say that my appreciation for Mushroom FM goes back to the days of just beginning to understand that the world is a much larger place than the United States. And um, hearing people from different parts of the world and expressing yourselves and enjoying yourselves uh, 
as a mushroom fungi really, really does expand our consciousness and can give me a sense of real appreciation for all the good people all around the world. And so thank you, Mushroom FM, for being a mind expander. And now on Mushroom FM's 10th birthday celebrations, we are talking to someone who's critical to the operation of Mushroom FM these days. Welcome, Bonnie Mosin. Happy birthday, Mushroom FM. Oh, it's epic. Now, you started listening to Mushroom FM fairly early on in the piece, didn't you? Yeah, it was. Uh, I started listening around late 2010. I had no idea what it was. I was sort of familiar with internet radio in terms of ACB radio, although I'll never listen to you on ACB radio. Um, you weren't there when I started listening. And other things such as Django and Pandora and uh, some of those those stations. But I kept seeing references to it on Twitter. And I was like, what on earth are these people talking about? And it was Nancy Trzinski, who was, of course, a, a presenter on Mushroom FM, and Sarah Gales, Nancy's friend, and a few other people on Twitter. And they kept tweeting about it. And I'm like, I have no idea what these people are talking about, but I'll look at it. And I started listening through the website on my desktop computer. And pretty much that's what I listened to the whole time that I was listening to Mushroom FM was through the website on my desk desktop because I had some pretty decent speakers. You obviously liked it because you kept listening to the explosion quite regularly. Mm-hmm. And I do remember that the day that you first said you were listening was also the day you started following me on Twitter. Yeah, And so you contributed quite interesting, insightful little contributions over the years. And then 2012 came along. I was doing this tour of the United States for work, finding myself in Boston over the weekend and broadcasting from a hotel because I had a laptop and a microphone Mm -hmm. and all the gear and my portable hard drive and I could do the explosion from anywhere. And so then I thought, well, why not get you involved? See if you want to come and co-host the show. Yeah. And, and so the rest is history. history. So if we, if I hadn't tuned in that day, we wouldn't have been together. That's right. I mean, we probably have Mushroom FM to thank yeah. for the fact that we are together. I think it doesn't, doesn't it bring a few people together over the years? Yes, it brought some people together and then it brought some people apart again. Yep. So, so, well, okay. that's life, I, I like to think that we were responsible for the together, but, but not for the apartments. <laughs> yeah, well, that's life, though. Yeah. <laughs> Ebb and flow like the tides. You got involved in Mushroom FM. First of all, not many people may necessarily know this. In 2013, you became in charge of public relations Mm -hmm. for Mushroom FM. I did because my background is public relations. So I did, I think, a couple of press releases, cleaning up some bios of presenters. Yeah, we did the bios because the idea was that we thought we could then get local newspapers to take an interest in local fun guys. And that did work, actually. We got some articles in local papers. Yeah, we did get a few. About Mushroom FM. Yeah, so that was cool. You were kind of like, for a while, perceived as the Yoko Ono of Mushroom FM, Because some people erroneously thought, because you finally moved out to New Zealand Mm -hmm. permanently on the 1st of November, 2013, and then Mushroom FM closed Mm -hmm. on the 30th of November for that hiatus period. And there were some people who quite erroneously said, it's that body that's done it. He's given up on Mushroom FM since that bunny came along and nothing could be further from the truth. No, I uh, mean, I don't know why, what would have given them the... Oh, people just think that they there was They just think a, they know everything. Co- yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. But no, that that's... No. And it was inevitable being here that you would get roped into being mm-hmm. on this side of the microphone. And your first show was Bon Air. Yeah. 
Why'd you call it Bonaire? I don't remember. A lot of us who were shortwave radio enthusiasts thought that you called it Bonaire in tribute to the fact that Radio Netherlands used to have a radio transmission thing in Bonaire in the Netherlands Antilles, but apparently you didn't know that. I didn't. So that's why I thought you I called it I listened to Radio Netherlands, but I had no idea where their transmitter yeah. was. I mean, if I did, I had I had forgot about it. Good evening. This is your captain, Bonnie Mosen speaking. Welcome aboard Bon Air Flight 9211. Our flying time this evening will be two hours, tracking coast to coast and pole to pole. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the in-flight entertainment. We will be playing a wide variety of music throughout the cabin, whet your appetite with a little food for thought, and perhaps generate some lively discussion with the latest book review, and today's topic. Once again, you are flying Bon Air Flight 9211, and I will be back throughout the flight to keep you company. Bonnie Mosen's on the air with Bon Air, Tuesday nights 9 to 11 Eastern on Mushroom FM. And of course, we also did a cuppa at the Mosen's. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. Which, when both of us had time to we do it, time. you know, because yeah. we had to sit down and do a two-hour talk mm-hmm. show and everything. That was a lot of fun talking about some issues. We're here to tell you about the new live talk show on Mushroom FM with Jonathan and Bonnie. Uh, no, actually, it's Bonnie and Jonathan. No, no, my name goes first, you see, because I'm pushing all the buttons. Actually, mine goes first because beauty comes first. Yeah, well, whatever. Well, let's just park this one for now, shall we? And say that the show is called. A cuppa at the Mosins. Sometimes we'll discuss serious topics. At other times, we'll be a bit more relaxed and lighthearted. And you can set the tone. Sometimes Bonnie and I agree on stuff. And sometimes we don't. Our lines are open worldwide for our two-hour show, and we'd love to have you call in and be a part of it. To find out how easy it is to call into the show, visit our webpage at mushroomfm.com slash cuppa. That's C-U-P-P-A. And join us live for all the fun every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. It's a cup at the Mosins with Bonnie and Jonathan. It's Jonathan and Bonnie right here on Mushroom FM. I like the fact that it's a certain format, that it's 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s now. And it's great that we have a lot of the syndicated shows on here. What was the one I was listening to the other day? The one that came after uh, Steve's show. Dan Sweeney's One Hit Wonders. Yeah. So that's really cool to hear all those One Hit Wonders that either you haven't heard in a 100 years or have never heard before. And you're now doing the 80s Lady mm-hmm. Show. And I did a 70s show for a while, too. That that's was... right. You did. And, and you would do the CBS Radio Mystery mm-hmm. Theater as part yeah, of that. Yeah, which we have on Mushroom Escape now. We do. So we have the dedicated old-time radio station Mushroom Escape, which runs in parallel with Mushroom FM. When did that start? I'm trying to remember. I think it might have been about 2012 that we started Mushroom Escape. And I think it's cool that there are two parallel stations because old-time radio is always very popular, especially with the blind community. I'm not... Yeah, well, because we're used to the pictures Mm -hmm. of of old-time radio and uh, things like that. I think it's a tribute to all the people that are on Mushroom FM and especially to Jonathan that it's been around for 10 years because... Nothing seems to stay around long anymore, uh, especially in the world of the World Wide Web. So I think that's definitely a tribute that it has has not only stayed, but has been very consistent 
in the quality of the product it produces, the loyal listenership, the interest in changing over time and being diverse, bringing in different types of, of shows, but also keeping to the original mission of it. Jonathan, this is Roy from Little Rock, Arkansas. I would like to wish happy birthday to Mushroom FM. I only discovered you about three years ago, and I've been listening ever since. You have a wide variety of programming, and I think you provide a great community service, and I hope this is the beginning of your second decade of broadcasting. Hey, everyone. This is Mike Fair, and I'd just like to wish Mushroom FM a wonderful 10th birthday. I've enjoyed events and other festivities on this station for a long, long time and constantly been recommending it to people as as a good place to drop in and listen. I appreciate it more for the community of people who listen and uh, share advice and uh, have made some wonderful friends over the years. That's really, for me, what the strength of, of Mushroom FM, the station, is all about. It really has been the central point for a wonderful community of people that I'm honored to be a part of. I do remember the virtual cruise. That was an amazingly uh, done event that lasted the whole weekend. I believe it was 55 hours. And uh, that was just a a stupendous accomplishment that really sticks in the brain. And we've had a few of those over the years. Uh, There was also that wonderful murder mystery uh, that uh, was was, uh, just a a neat thing to, to... witness unfold. So hopefully we'll enjoy many more celebratory events in the years to come and uh, keep together and and, uh, keep the strong community going. Hey everybody, Snowman here, barging in to just grab the microphone for a second and say hey to ya. Thanks so much for joining us for our 10th birthday party. Hope you're having a good time today. If you don't know me, I bat clean up here on uh, Saturday night after Mosin gets done doing his thing on Saturday afternoon. And Steve Cutway entertains you through dinner time. If there are any listeners left, I carry them all the way from 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock Eastern, playing my pick of the music of the era and talking about stuff. You know, Mushroom has uh, about uh, two lives, really. There were two segments in which we were on the air, and I came on the air just before the second segment, and I've been here ever since, because I really just don't know what else to do. I mean, my Saturday nights are so wrapped up in doing my show that I can't think of anything else. I think I speak pretty fairly for the entire Mushroom staff when I say we just really like what we're doing, you know. We all take our shows really seriously and uh, do our best to put on a professional presentation for you and make it something that you'll enjoy. And it's good for us, too. I know for myself, uh, I really do put my heart into my show and try to create something that that I can be proud of. And I really strive to achieve a professional presentation. (laughs) And some, some days it works better than others. (laughs) <laughs> but the striving is is what really is uh, part of my health plan, to be honest with you. And so it's good for me to exercise the brain, and I uh, thank you for letting me do that. But I also really like the feedback that I get from uh, from listeners. I really, I'm sure I also speak for the other presenters when I say that um, your feedback is so important to us. We just love hearing from you. So chime in and let your favorite presenter know that uh, that you enjoy what they do, you know, and uh, and and tell them the things that you like. 
that they're doing and you'd like them to do more of because then they'll do it. I mean, they, they're going to pay attention to you. So do that, will you? And come by and see me Saturday nights here on The Mushroom. I would just love to have you. Well, I won't take any more of your time. You have a great day. And thanks for celebrating our 10th anniversary with us here on Good Old Mushroom FM. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. Boing, boing, rubber oh, dear, Be prepared to be blown away. Scream, darling. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. So you like a bit of contemporary folk music, do you? Well, you know what we say to that? Go f*** yourself. <gasps> you like a dollop of the traditional folk too, huh? Well, we say... Go f*** yourself. Well, really? Are you partial to a bit of grass, are you? Dude. Bluegrass, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's lame. Well, frankly, all we have to say about that is, go f*** yourself. That's so wrong. It is. Celtic music stirs your soul, does it? Truly. Go f*** yourself. Hey, listen, Mr. Production Engineer, the FCC can't do a thing about Mushroom FM. We can say go folk yourself as often as we want. Go Folk Yourself with Shannon Curry will play your folk, Celtic and bluegrass favourites and expand your musical horizons as well. Go Folk Yourself with Shannon Curry, Monday mornings at 10 Eastern, exclusive to Mushroom FM. It's a folk and awesome show, dude. I listen to J-Dog every Thursday. I tune in at 7 p.m. A great way to wind down from my workday. He's only on Mushroom FM. With J-Dog you'll hear a lot of music. That's right at the top of the charts. And then he'll throw in a golden oldie. The kind that brings warmth to our hearts Sometimes he'll do something unexpected You never know what he'll do next I reach him through Twitter or through email And he always takes my requests So listen to J-Dog every Thursday Yes, tune in at 7 p.m. A great way to wind down from your workday. He's only on Mushroom FM. G'day, it's Damo from Jump the Ditch, here to tell you about one of my Aussie mates, Jimbo the Down Under Devil. G'day, listeners. And his show... Jimbo Down Under. As well as lots of great Aussie music and Australian short stories, Jimbo has some awesome segments. Uh, what have we got for you tonight? Including The Devil's Kitchen, where he shares a recipe that contains only four ingredients. Why only four? Well, Jimbo's getting on a bit and his memory isn't quite what it used to be. Tune in next week, you never know, he might cook a burrow or two. There's also How It's Made, where Jim shows us, funnily enough, how something's made. What have you got for us this week, Jim? I don't know. I'm not sure. Will it did we do? And finally, there's Donna's Demand, where Jim's wife Donna demands one of her favourite tracks. And believe me, she can be pretty demanding at times, I can tell you. I want John Farnham and I want him now. To find out more or get in contact with Jim, go to the Mushroom FM website at www.mushroomfm.com and click on Jim Gresh. Or better still, tune in live at 4am every Tuesday morning, right here on the home of the fun guys, Mushroom FM. It's Mushroom FM's 10th birthday celebration, and it's time now to talk with someone who I worked with before, 
Mushroom FM came along long before. Bob Canish, you came along sort of with the Mushroom 2.0, didn't you, in 2015? I certainly did, yeah. You and I had worked together for the first time in 2001. And then in 2015, I came along, did a show for a little while, had to stop, but was happy to come back again. And here I still am. Yeah, because when you started, you were doing a live show after a hard day's work. And I guess this just goes to show that we're continually inventing new ways for people to do things. So you're able to do a comprehensive show. It may not necessarily lend itself to a huge amount of interaction, right? Because people like to crank up their favorite speakers and just really enjoy the music. Focus on that. That's really the whole purpose of what you're doing absolutely my songs are all put together for a reason and i eventually will make sure you know what that is (laughs) but yes you'll get probably a good 40 45 minutes of music i don't do train wrecks everything flows together nicely and then at the end you can learn the method to my madness but the music is what it's all about, and I look forward to everybody listening to it with me. You're an internet radio veteran, if I may use that expression. Why did you pick Mushroom FM? Why our station in particular? It's, I've said it before to anyone who would listen, it's the top of the mountain. The technology is unsurpassed. The team is professional. And it was nice to be back amongst old friends such as yourself. And I don't want to single anybody else out, but I have a lot of old friends at Mushroom FM, and it was nice to be back with them. And you can hear that because sometimes you and the snowman interact before the show, which is kind of nice. Absolutely. The snowman and I go back as far as you and I do, and he and I used to follow each other back then. So, yeah, we'll, we'll pop in. I'll pop in on his show from time to time. You know, in, in addition to me working in, in in broadcast media, Mushroom FM was probably the fifth or sixth internet radio station I had broadcast on over my internet radio time. And it is easily the least drama that I've ever dealt with. And when you deal with drama all day long, you don't need it when you're when you're in a volunteer mode. So yes, Mushroom FM has just I, I've felt like the perfect place for me to be. And uh I hope that people who hear the show feel the same way. I am the oldest fun guy on mushroomfm.com. Okay friends, I won't give up my day job. I'm Steve Cutway host of the early years every week on Mushroom FM. And coincidentally, and those of you who join me regularly know how much I love coincidences, today, the early years has been on the air on Mushroom FM, the home of the fun guys, for 43 months exactly. I started doing this show on the 25th of September, 2016. And I'm very, very proud to be a part of the Mushroom FM team. I have been a part of the Mushroom FM family ever since that first day, 10 years ago. My interest in broadcasting was rekindled by a visit to Mosin Towers on February 22nd, 2015. Mushroom FM had not yet resurrected. In fact, I don't know whether Jonathan knew at that point that it was going to. But when Mushroom FM went on vacation, Jonathan started a little channel called the Mosin Channel. It ran 24-7, 
airing shows from the past. And he had a lot of them, and he still has. I often think to myself, I'd love to get my hands on that hard drive that he's got. Synology hard drive that would have all kinds of interesting things on it, for sure, related to radio. And he does love to share them, and you've heard some this afternoon. I co-hosted the Mosin Explosion live with Jonathan on the 22nd of February 2015 on the Mosin Channel. And I had not done live radio at that point for at least 27 years, other than the occasional interview about adaptive technology, which was the field that I went into after leaving broadcasting in 1989. And I must admit that I didn't ever think that I would come back to it, although I did in 2008 at my retirement party say that one of the things I was thinking of doing was resurrecting my first love, which was radio. And I know you've heard others say it, that once radio gets into your blood, you won't get it out. And I think it's very true. In May, I think, of 2016, Jonathan announced that he was introducing a new technology. And I was intrigued by that because back in 2010, on the original documentary that opened, that started Mushroom FM, introducing Mushroom FM, one of the now station alumni who was one of the original presenters, Brian Harchin, made the comment that he was always more comfortable pre-recording what he did. And I felt the same way about it. In my later life as manager of CFRC, the station I talk about a lot on the early years, that's what I did. Anything I did on air was usually pre-recorded. I always felt that I had a lot more control over what went on. And I knew, of course, that I could always have pre-recorded a whole show if I wanted to for Mushroom FM, for example, between 2010 and 2016. But that seemed like a lot of work, and the possibility for errors was reasonably great. So when Jonathan offered the possibility of doing what's called voice tracks in the industry, I thought, this is something I'm willing to have a look at. And I submitted an addition and was accepted. And on July 4th, U.S. Independence Day 2016, at 5 p.m. Eastern, I started a program called Lost in the 50s. I did that show Monday to Friday for almost, well, just over, actually, two months. And then on the 25th of September, I decided to switch to a two-hour show on Sunday night, adding music from the 60s. And then as time went on, and I started doing themes, I expanded them into the 70s and decided to make the show about the first quarter century of rock with an occasional nod to other decades and genres. So that's where I am now. On June 1st last year, the show moved to Saturday at 6 p.m. And then on February the 8th this year, I moved it up an hour so I could again follow the Mosin explosion directly. As we celebrate 10 years, I do wish everyone involved with Mushroom FM a very 
celebratory anniversary. I hope that Mushroom FM continues for many, many years to come. I hope to be a part of it for many, many years to come. And I thank Jonathan with the utmost warmth and sincerity for the opportunity to be a part of this team and a station that is renowned worldwide, not only in the blind community, but my background put me in touch with all kinds of sighted people, and a number of them are regular listeners to my show and have contributed themes. And if I ever get around to putting an announcement in our my Alma Matters alumni review, never know, friends, maybe we'd break the server. Happy birthday, Mushroom FM. Keep rocking. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. Be prepared to be blown away. Scream, darling. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. From the past. Thank you, thank you. I'd like to start off my recital this evening with a piece of 1970s punk rock slam poetry. Uh, it's done in that style, it's new, it's my first performance of it, and it's called Ode to the Minx Mix. Julia Mosen mixes it up with Minx Mix at six, well that's UTC, you see, on a Sunday, what a fun day, if you're in Eastern time, that's fine, you can make some mayhem at 2am on Mushroom FM with Julia, she's got truly a fun show, you know, when you'll be yawning at seven in the morning in the UK on a Sunday, what a fun day, but hey, Mushroom's a good breakfast food, so do tune in and roll with some soul and lots of R&B for you and me, you see, whatever you like best, you'll play a request, and now I've got no more air in my chest. <laughs> The Minx Mix with Julia Mosen. Sundays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 in the UK. Only on Mushroom FM. For wacky news and history, plenty of fun. I sing a do lie, lie, shiggy bum, shiggy bum. Tune to the explosion on a Sunday at 2. Sing a do lie, lie, shiggy do, shiggy do. What's really neat is I can email Carl a tweet Singing, hey baby, can you play me a tweet? I start to squeak when he talks on my PC Singing, hey baby, I'm your explosion man If you tell me that you're listening, I'll explode you in my cabin I'll explode you in the kitchen, I'll explode you in the hall I'll explode you in the taxi, I'll be waiting for your call I'll be in on your computer when you're sitting around at home And when you're feeling mobile, you can take it on your phone Hey lolly lolly, hey lolly lolly, hey lolly lolly Get it any way you can The Mosin Explosion, Sundays at 2pm Eastern On Mushroom FM Hi, this is Sarah Hillis, the host of Come by the Hills, the Celtic music show on Mushroom FM, and also uh, Sarah Smiles uh, as well. I'm also informally or perhaps infernally known as the Castigator-in-Chief. Yes, indeed. I first became a Mushroom FM listener in about 2013, I think the spring of 2013, let's say. And um, that was because my, my then-boyfriend, now-husband, Michael Fair, told me that he listened to the Mosin Explosion. I had never heard the Mosin Explosion, though over the years I'd heard of the phenomenon. 
And I didn't know it was still going. And I said, oh, is it still on HCB Radio? And he said, no, no, it's on Mushroom FM. And I said, what's that? And he said, the home of the fun guys. And I said, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. You know, <laughs> so I really thought I had to check it out. And I did. And uh, Mike and I didn't live in the same city at the time. So we didn't get to see each other as often as we would like. But I would come home on Sundays after church and I would turn on there was an explosion in my house and he would have it on in his house. And it was like we were doing the same thing at the same time. And it felt like we were, you know, in sync with each other, which we can all relate to now at this particular time because we are virtually distancing or socially distancing or physically distancing from each other, whatever you want to say. And so I uh, started listening to The Muslim Explosion. That was the main thing I listened to on Mushroom FM, I admit. And uh, yeah, I, I kept on listening as long as I could and listened again when Mushroom FM came back. And then in 2016, I had a thought that I would uh, like to try my hand at being a radio show host. I had no idea if I could do it, but I had just gone to an alumni reunion uh, for my school that I was a part of the organization committee for, and I um, had had to do a lot of the announcing because the president at the time didn't want to do it, and he said, you do it, and I said, okay, fine. So <laughs> I realized I could do it, and I could work a crowd kind of, and so I thought maybe I should try this because Jonathan was, was sort of looking for people at the time. And so I emailed, and uh, he said, sure, why not? And the rest is sort of history. I started hosting the Celtic show in August of 2016, and then in September 2016, I started hosting Sarah Smiles, uh, just before the last Mushroom Stock, actually, I think, was when I started hosting it. And uh, generally, it's it's just been a great time. Uh, I want to say happy, happy birthday to Mushroom FM. It's a great bunch of people we have working here, and we, we love you, the listeners. We love you a lot. Uh, you're... You're all great, and you you make us feel good. You make us feel good about doing what we do. And yes, happy 10th birthday to Mushroom FM, and here's to many, many more. Hello all, this is Mara Kellen, the host of Viva the Classical Music Show, recording to wish Mushroom FM a very happy 10th birthday. I was accused a few years ago of not being a real blind person because I didn't listen to Mushroom FM. So... I decided to rectify this, and uh, I thought, well, maybe I would fit here too. So in 2016, I says to Jonathan, I want to do a radio show for you guys, and that's what happened. The Lions Sings, while it lasted, was a lot of fun, but I decided my tastes were veering away from folk music, so Viva began and continues to be a lot of fun to do and a lot of fun to entertain everyone who listens here on Mushroom FM. And um, I guess I like it because the vibe is good. The people are cool and the sound of the station is cool. It's always so happy. You can be happy around here. And that's what I like about Mushroom FM. Hi, this is the Party Dog. I've got a show right here on Mushroom FM on Thursday nights. I just wanted to drop by and say how much I enjoy being part of Mushroom FM and this fabulous team. They really are a bunch of fun guys. So, happy birthday Mushroom FM, many more years. Here's to all the great things you do. Cheers. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. Boing, boing, rubber cup. Oh, dear. Just rub it. Be prepared to be blown away. Scream, darling. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. 
Hey, Natasha. Yes, Boris. Fearless leader, call me on spy phone. Give me secret mission. We must infiltrate Mushroom FM and get secret recipe for Mushroom Munch. But Boris... Don't worry, I have very diabolical plan. First we get Hushabomb, then we go into studio and... But Boris is not secret. Is beautiful music from the last four decades. Wacky news stories. A crazy host from Texas. Yeah, I know that guy. Remind me of certain moose. And he's all from 9 to 11 weekdays. Both morning and evening? Yes, Boris. Wait a minute. No car chases? No, Boris. No leaping off of buildings? No, Boris. Great. Now I have to go back to squishing squirrel. What am I supposed to do with this hushabomb? Oh, boy. The Mushroom Munch. Weekdays from 9 to 11 Eastern. Not that we like to wash our dirty linen in public at Mushroom FM, but the truth is that Brian Hartchin is our Hermione Granger. It's not that he thinks he knows everything, he actually does. So when he asked me to record a promo for his music machine show, I said, sure, Brian, as long as you don't bat in. I don't think you'll manage, though. Anyway, my name's... Jonathan Mosin. <laughs> Down, Brian. <laughs> and it's my pleasure to tell you about... The music machine. <laughs> Brian Heal. <laughs> He's terribly hard to manage, but we keep him around because he actually knows quite a lot and he does a good radio show. He'll often tell you about the stories behind the songs and there are many special features and documentaries that you can expect. Brian Hartchin's Music Machine can be heard from 2 Eastern and 7pm in the UK. Brian, I shan't tell you again. And that's on Saturdays. Now if you'd like to get in touch with Brian during the week, before the show or during it, you're welcome to. The email address is brian, B-R-I-A-N at mushroomfm.com. Oh, he's always got all the answers, hasn't he? Or you can follow him on Twitter. I'm going to get this one if it kills me. You can follow him on Twitter by going to www.twitter.com forward slash Brian Hartgen if you would like to follow me. There are lots of other ways that you can contact this bloke as well. But tune in 2 until 5 Eastern on Saturday. That is 7 until 10 in the UK right here on the home of the home of the fun guys on Mushroom FM. Brian, put a sock in it. Hold the phone. We're now on Nokia Internet Radio. Isn't that just awesome? So now we don't have to lug around a bunch of stuff anymore. Just launch your Nokia Internet Radio application on your Nokia device. Find us in the Nokia Internet directory. You're all set to go. One more way for you to listen to us. We are your home of the fun, guys. Mushroom FM. Hey, Jonathan, it's me, Gino J. I just wanted to come in here and congratulate you and the rest of the fun guys there on such a job well done. You certainly turned Mushroom FM into a highlight of what an internet radio station should be. Um, I remember working there in the summer of 2016 and meeting so many new people like Brian Hargen, Rachel Feinberg, uh, Brian Dalton, Jim Snowberger. Uh, Bryce Small, Sarah Hillis, and all the rest of them. I, I want to say congratulations to you and the rest of the fun guys there. Uh, something that I took away, you've certainly made me a great team player, and you've made my radio shows a hell of a lot better. At Take the end care. of November 2013, to the shock of many, Mushroom FM went off the air suddenly. 
Gordon and I talked a little in this show about the reasons for that, and I've discussed it from my perspective in the autobiography series that Glenn Gordon did with me called In the Arena. But the brief version is that, in my view, discipline was starting to wane. There were factions forming in Mushroom FM, and there was a lot going on in my own personal and professional life with a lot of unsettling change. Mushroom FM has, for the most part in its history, been a really fun place to be a part of. But to produce the kind of radio that you do, it does require discipline. And we instilled that discipline right from the very early days of Mushroom FM. We introduced a very controversial policy at the time of exclusivity, which said if you broadcast on Mushroom FM, you don't broadcast on other internet stations because when you lend your personality and your talents to Mushroom FM, you become part of Mushroom FM's brand. It was amazing, the social media acrimony that that simple, obvious policy generated. People said, we're only volunteers, this is ridiculous, you're taking it far too seriously, and yet the quality of what we've produced over the years has proven testimony to the correctness of that approach. So when discipline started to break down and factions started to emerge, it was a cause for serious concern and reflection about who we had as part of the team. My plan was that I would step back from Mushroom FM, but that Mushroom FM would thrive, go on under new leadership, leadership that I could trust to preserve the values of Mushroom FM. Obviously, Gordon Luke was my first choice. Gordon also recognized some of the factions and difficulties that had emerged in Mushroom FM at that time and declined to take it on. I approached a couple of other people who I thought could do the job as well, who declined for the same reason. So with no leadership available to continue Mushroom FM in the way that I felt it should be continued, regrettably we made the decision to wind it up. But it felt like unfinished business. As things returned to normality for me, and I had time to reflect on what worked well in the first iteration of Mushroom FM and areas where we could improve, I felt that Mushroom FM's race was not yet run, that there was unfinished business there. And Mushroom FM's return was not unlike the way that we were founded in the sense that I was approached by people who wanted to use my server. As has been reflected elsewhere on this show, I was running a station then called the Mosin Channel, which was where the explosion was broadcast and where I was playing a lot of archival material. But gradually, people approached me and said, since you've got this server, can we use it too? We had Brian Hartgen, we had the Snowman, we also eventually had Brian Dalton, all using the server on the Mosin Channel. And it became clearer and clearer that the Mosin Channel was not a very appropriate name for this channel when there were all these other people who were on it. And eventually I felt that the time was right. Let's bring back Mushroom FM. Mushroom FM is a very special and cherished brand, so it wasn't a decision that we made lightly. But we started building all over again from scratch. We did still have, of course, the jam jingle package for Mushroom FM, which I purchased at considerable expense back in 2010 and which individual fun guys have added to with their own purchases over time. 
But we didn't try and do it in seven days. It was a much more leisurely, coordinated, professional approach to getting Mushroom FM back on the air. We wanted to do it right. And of course, there was the typical Mushroom FM social media engagement. Suddenly, the Twitter account that had been dormant since November 2013 lit up again, saying things like, we're not quite dead, we're just resting. Then we eventually needed to have a stream so that by the time Mushroom FM officially came back on air on the 22nd of August 2015, it was listed in all of the radio directories, which is how most people get their internet radio these days. We had all sorts of fun things on that stream, including a few teasers like this. Why do you keep playing all these sad songs every time I ask you to shuffle the music? Sorry, Heidi. My bits are imbits, and my bites just don't bite like they used to. It hasn't been the same since Mushroom FM went offline. I do what I can. You know that Mushroom FM's coming back, right? Sorry, Heidi. I don't know what you mean by, you know Mushroom FM's coming back, right? Listen, you crazy mechanical mess. I'm telling you that Mushroom FM is coming back featuring some of the old fun guys and some great new personalities too. Are you, like, freaking kidding me? OMG, I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I haven't felt this happy since one of the engineers spiked my apple juice at the Christmas party in 2011. Just a moment, while I reshuffle my playlist. Two PM Eastern, seven PM UK, August twenty second. From twenty ten to twenty thirteen, Mushroom FM served the world with music, fun, and personality. But in November of twenty thirteen, Mushroom FM evaporated. Spores spread upon the wind and traveled to the far corners of the earth, and the mushroom was gone. All that is except in the mind of its creator. All that is except in the hearts of the hosts and in the heart of the longing, loyal listener. Because now the spores have settled once again into fertile, productive loam. 629 days of painful absence are coming to a close. Mushroom FM is coming back. back. Regular programming begins Saturday, August 22nd at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. UK. Tell your friends, the Mushroom is back. Home of the fun guys. Mushroom FM. Brian Hatch and Gordon Luke and I were the key people behind the relaunch of Mushroom FM with some great other personalities involved as well. And we gave some careful thought to how do you relaunch such a cherished brand as Mushroom FM? We knew we wanted to do a relaunch that was in the finest Mushroom FM traditions, lots of drama and creativity. And we were all talking on our email group that we'd started by then, the internal one for fun guys about what's the theme here. And the consensus was that the theme was a sleeping giant that is Mushroom FM is awakening. And we did our relaunch around this whole concept of the sleeping giant waking up. 
And as a nod to our roots, we did that test tone thing again, except this time there was a scary little heartbeat of the sleeping giant in the background of the tone. And once again, the comments on social media were just amazing to watch. People really excited about us coming back. Then things got very interesting. In media news, it's been called the sleeping giant, but media analysts wonder whether its vital signs will ever show any real recovery. Mushroom FM, the popular global internet station, is promising a return to cyberspace today. But with a little more than 20 minutes until the advertised time of its return, the sleeping giant appears to be dead to the world as ever. The question is whether those promising the return of the much-missed internet broadcasting sensation will end up with nothing more than a massive mushroom omelette on their face. We had the voices of every fungi involved at relaunch time in this process, and it just built and built and built over a 20-minute period. Hi, are you Dr. Axel S., the famous German fungal psychiatrist? Yeah, I am he. Why are you disturbing me on a Saturday? It's my day off, not? I promise I wouldn't bother you if it wasn't an absolute emergency, Doctor. But the thing is, you see, there's the sleeping fungal giant, Mushroom FM it is. And I have to wake it up. I have to wake it up. What? Mushroom FM? The most famous sleeping fungal giant of them all? You'll never wake it up, my boy. You'll never do it. I have a series of instruments monitoring that giant, and it's been sound asleep for 629 days. Well, we've promised we're going to wake it up now, and we've got to deliver. And what's more, we've got to deliver in under 20 minutes. Hmm, you have set me a very tricky assignment in a ridiculously short time. And uh, before I'm able to do anything, I require certain essential provisions. Such as? Money. Yeah, okay, okay, there you go. Now, how do we wake up this sleeping giant in such a short time? What you need to realize is uh, that to bring such a giant out of such a deep sleep in such a short time is extremely dangerous. The consequences could be significant on a global scale. I tell you, we have no choice. You have your money. Now, wake it up. Okay, okay, but you don't know what you're doing. The first thing we have to do is uh, to look for a backdoor in the Mushroom FM system. Okay. I believe we have it. Now we have to get into the backdoor undetected. Right. This is the uh, really difficult part. We have to inject the sleeping giant with a massive dose of magic mushroom essence. But I warn you to wake it up in the time you want. It's well over the legal limit. I've never tried this much before, and I just don't know what will happen. Will you just please get on with it? Time is ticking away. Okay, but if weird things start to happen, don't say that I didn't warn you. Stand well back. This is Glenn Gordon in Madison, Wisconsin, where the scene here today is one of bewilderment after a series of strange grocery store heists overnight. They're strange in two forms. One, the only thing that was stolen was dairy products, and all of the dairy products were taken, by a very large, non-human-like figure that people describe as being large, gentle, and persistent. 
This creature seemed to systematically approach all grocery stores throughout the state overnight and consumed with rapid fluidity all of the dairy products. Cheese was eaten in a single bite. Gallons of milk were drunk in a single swig. And then the creature simply left the stores as quickly and uh, silently as it had come in. Police say there was absolutely no way to capture the critter, A, much stronger than any human, and B, too large for any conventional vehicle. The situation here is so bad in terms of lack of dairy products that one dairy farmer was known to have quipped, we're putting the cows on overtime to try to replenish the supply more quickly. I do feel that the cows may have something to say about it, but meanwhile, we remain in a state of suspense here in Wisconsin while the more details of this crime are uncovered. Hello, this is Lulu Hartgen from Caerphilly in South Wales. What's Caerphilly Mountain doing? It's Stretching, stretching, stretching. One minute, thirty it seconds. Like it's stretching. It's as if a huge sleeping giant is waking up. was the old but this is the new sound of mushroom fm welcome back my friends to the show that never ends we're so glad you could attend come inside come inside come inside the show's about to start
is just after 2pm US Eastern Time, 7pm in the UK. I'm Brian Hartron, welcoming you into the new sound of Mushroom FM. It's the Mushroom FM Promo Vault. Promo Vault. I know. A promo from the past. From the past. Here, would you Adam and Eve it? Each Tuesday evening, I go up the apples and pears in our drum, sit down with her indoors in a Ruby Murray, and hear old new borrowed and blue with young Chase. We don't have a computer up there, so we hear it on the dog and bone. But I won't be burning the candle at both ends, because she's only on for a couple of hours. When we got married, I took the married found. In sickness and in health, I said I'll do. Now, I've been told to say it's on at 12 Eastern, but that don't mean nothing to us between you and me at 5 o'clock. Just in time for me tea. Trace will have her best bib and tucker on, just like the girl I'm courting. And if you want, you can send her the name of a tune you want to hear. Trace at mushroomfm.com. And if you're really lucky, she'll play it on the old Joanna. And we can have a good old London sing-song. Old, new, borrowed and blue. Tuesday, 12 Eastern. We love you, Trace! In sickness and in health, I said I'll do. Well, I will in time if she'll have me. Every Saturday night at around 6 o'clock, what you'll hear is lots of old rock, plus country and folk and other things that matter. The Musical Web is the name of the show where I, Glenn Gordon, with my records in tow, combine them with marginally relevant patterns. We've got songs about dogs, songs about cats, even have a few about rats, and a bunch of them that sound like Louie Louie. I weave them together with musical themes, despite the fact that often it seems the way I link them is nothing short of screwy. There's email and Twitter to help keep in touch, though you may think that there's not much to help me with my playlist, Compilation. The truth of the matter is that stuff you say often causes me to think of records to play, from cooking to eating and even constipation. If you tune in each week, I promise you this, it'll be two hours of listening bliss, except for my jokes when they're really bad pun-wise. That's Saturday nights at 6 Eastern Time, when I promise not to speak entirely in rhyme. On Mushroom FM, your home for the fun guys. Wow, happy 10th birthday, Mushroom FM, isn't this incredible? And I cannot believe even now that I'm this side of the microphone, to be honest. If we go back to 2010, Mushroom FM actually launched the same week as my university final exams started. And so it really wasn't good timing for me to be in front of any microphone at that point. But it actually took a a while for, for me to think that maybe this was something that I wanted to do or that I actually could do again. But 2015, things just seemed to start to fall into place and it really helped enormously that Jonathan, Gordon and Brian at the time that you guys all said yes to me and and kind of allowed me to be a part of this amazing team that we have here at Mushroom FM. And uh, yeah, I'll always be be supremely grateful to each of you for, for giving me the opportunity, really. It's an incredible place to be here on uh, on the Mushroom FM team. A fun guy. I mean, we're called fun guys for a reason, you know. We do have fun and we have a great time putting together and creating fun content as well. 
this weekend is 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 a real casing point i think and uh what we have to look forward to for the rest of today and tomorrow oh my goodness me i'm so excited and i i, I know you are too because that's why we're all here so here's to many many more years of fun together and thank you to all of you for for making this dream a reality i know i speak for everyone involved in mushroom fm when i say that it has been a profound honour and privilege over the last 10 years to have shared some time with you. When you have so many choices, there have been times when you've chosen us. We don't take that for granted. We know it's a privilege and we thank you for it. And I'd like to extend my personal thanks to everyone I've worked with over the last 10 years. Some of our acquaintances have been fleeting. Others have been long-term and very precious. But everyone who's contributed as a fun guy on Mushroom FM over the last 10 years has helped to shape its history. And for that, I express my profound gratitude and thanks. I also know that the best is yet to come. Thank you for reflecting and reminiscing with us. But now, as our second decade begins, we remain focused on keeping the dream alive. Long live the Mighty Mushroom. To contribute to Mosin at Large, you can email Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at mushroomfm.com by writing something down or attaching an audio file. Or you can call our listener line. It's a U.S. number, 864-60-MOSIN. That's 864-606-6736. Mosin at Large.